Hello there. How's it going? I hope you're doing well in these strange times. Welcome to episode one of the Kevin Doherty podcast. In this episode, I sat down with my best friend Nigel and we had a chat about our time in secondary school in Limerick. I hope you enjoy it and thanks for listening. How you going on, Nigel? Kev, I'm all good. What a beautiful fucking day. Friday night in Dublin. Um, thanks a lot for coming up the road as well. No bother at all, Kev. My pleasure. Thanks for the invite. I think uh, we just have to draw attention to something that happened there about three minutes ago. Just because, like, otherwise I won't be able to get it out of my system. <laughs> Probably not, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was kind of counting down there and I was like, right, Nigel, you ready? Because, like, we were, Nigel came up maybe, you came up about nine o'clock? Eight o'clock. Or Eight o'clock. A quarter past eight, twenty past eight. Oh my God. So we were just shooting the shit for about an hour and a half. And uh, I was kind of messing around, setting up and this and that. And just chatting nonsense. And we were like, okay, this is this is kind of what we think we'll talk about. And I was like, uh, we're ready. So we'll, we'll, um, we'll get ready to hit record. And I started doing like a, a five, four, three countdown. And uh, Nige had his phone in his hand. And about three... <laughs> And about three, and uh, he just panicked because, like, let's say we there's a, the ground rule would just be no phones no on the phones. table. Let's just let's just have a chat and see where it goes. And on three, Nigel just turns around, sitting down, and fucks his phone across the room into the wall. And there's now a dent in the wall. I think he was he was aiming for the couch. I certainly yeah, I was. Um, but it was like. If you got my reaction on a video, it would just would have been like, "What in the name of God just happened there?" Like, as it was just such an extreme reaction. This is serious shit, Kevin. No fucking about man. Okay, no phones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I thought at that time you were just gonna slap the laptop off the ground or something like. If I put a hole in your wall, man. Oh my god. That would have been brilliant. I just burst out laughing there. I just needed to nearly clear the air there because I would have been laughing my head off in a few minutes. Like. Good call. Good call. But um. Anyway, thanks for coming up. You know, I appreciate it. Uh, Not at all. Nigel, man, we're 30 years of age and it's been 12 years since we were in secondary school, since we left secondary school. And like, I think it was you that pointed that out to me where you just gave that bit of context where it was like, okay, man, we're 12 years out of secondary school now and we were only in there for six. Twice as long. I was like, Jesus, that is crazy, like. Mm. Again, yeah, twice as long as the time mm. they were in there. Like, what a fast twelve years! Really, it, yeah, it flies in, flies, doesn't it? Like, that six six year stretch in school like seems like a long time, but like we've done twice that now. It's crazy. Like, crazy. Uh, Jesus! At one stage, you're you're sitting the leaving cert, and then like twelve years later, your best friend is fucking a phone off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> we've moved along, man. We've really matured, you know. Time really uh, <laughs> learned all his life's lessons. Time is strange, but um. We said we said we'd sit down tonight, and like it's one of those things we probably haven't talked about, uh, like secondary school in so long. Mm, yeah, definitely so, a long time. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah. And just to give a bit of context, me and Nigel met when we were like six, five, yeah, five, six. Yeah. What, yeah. what was the story of how we met? Um, yeah, I came into was it? Yeah, I came into seniors a year late into the into the, our primary school, mm. and um, so the teacher introduced me to the class, and she buddied me up with my good old friend Kev here. And uh, she says to Kevin, look after Nige. 
he's new to the school, obviously. You know, make sure you look after him. Take, take care of him. Take care of him, you know. So, uh, especially take care of him out in the schoolyard. You know, the big schoolyard. Nigel comes from a country part of Limerick. I wasn't any... sure if she meant, like, good fellas take care of him. <laughs> there was, like, maybe ten people from the previous school that I was in. So it was probably whatever. But yeah, I sent out into the yard and uh, good old popular Kev had a lot of things to do out in the yard. So Busy man at I, six. I, I can't be slowing Kev down. So he, uh, Kev sits me down on the, pretty much in the corner of the yard and go, sit there, Nige. I'll be back. And Kev takes off and leaves Nige in the yard on his own. Traumatised is what I was. Not even, I dragged that <clears throat> around with me to this day, Kev. You it's know? weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, good times, good times. Um, that's actually so crazy that you brought that up though in terms of like uh, we were just paired up yeah 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 yeah. that's a good point yeah, yeah she did she paired me up with you instantly when I came in like that's a really good point because yeah. Uh, yeah that's so weird because mm. like after that we were just hanging around together like that's yeah. how you made friends back in the day it was yeah. like it was a geographical thing it was a proximity yeah, thing it was yeah, like yeah. we are the exact same age yeah. we're, we're two boys let's be friends yeah yeah um that's so crazy mm-hmm. and wow it's been like 25 26 years wow <clears throat> just over a quarter of a century i was just going to say a quarter of a century like that's mad yeah. but um Dawn and dust at no this stage like <laughs> basically we we went to primary school together and then at the end of primary school, when we were... Actually, let's talk a little bit about that for a second. Um, before we went into primary school. Or before we went into secondary school. Just just before we went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, um, do you remember... Uh, I was actually thinking this the other day. Uh, do you remember when we were applying for secondary school in sixth class? Mm. And uh, <clears throat> so, like, comp was the, the school to go to. Like, we all wanted comp. It was our number one choice. And it's obviously a hard school to get into without a right of entry and so on. And that was a weird year because I think a normal year from like a normal class from that school would have all the students would have applied for it and only a handful would have got it or I don't know, whatever, a small amount would have got it. And that year, 90% of the class got it. Literally. Did they? Oh, whoever had down comp as first choice, 90% of them got it. 95% of the people who had comp down first choice got it that year. Really? Think about it. Go, go through our class. All of them got into comp. Yeah, man. A ton of them. Sure, even like, um, do you remember the photo we had of the four of us that I sent on yes, to you? Yes, yes. Of like our first Clemens week. first day or yeah, first yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was first day, yeah, yeah. Um, four of us. Yeah, the four of us, yeah. Are we the only ones that went from the school? Mm. So. Me, you, Mark, Dara. Dara, there was Stephen Hartness. Stephen Hartness. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, there was a few. So then, but it was like, that group, lads, but if you think about it, Mark, what was his first choice? Clemens. Yes. Okay. Yes, he had right now, of entry. I'm not going to say that. You didn't, you didn't need right, right of entry wasn't a thing in... In Clemens, no. Yeah. No, but, 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 uh, but his mother obviously wanted him to go there because his brother was there. Yes. She said she wanted him to go to Clemens, which made sense. But uh, I'm not too sure about the Fort Lad's case, Stara's case. I'm not too sure about if it. It could have been his first choice. I'm not too sure. But I remember... I think his brothers went there as well. They probably did. So it might have been his first choice. But I remember specifically, it was you, me and a girl who didn't get in to comp. And the whole no other year, yeah. And but you remember the? I remember the funny part. I don't know Did if you she remember. get into? <laughs> what? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, do you remember? I remember uh, you coming in the day after we had found out what schools we got into, mm. and you told me. I don't know if you remember this. You told me that he goes, "No, you wanna." Do I finally got into Clemens? I, I cried. <laughs> you said you goes you, you, really. Yeah, I remember specifically you saying to me, "I cried a little bit." I remember. Um, That's how devastated we were. Yeah. Mm. We were at the time mm, because mm. it was like everybody, like it was, I don't know, it was like 
the other school, the mixed school was like, because like our school was all boys. Yeah. I'd course. say that was probably in, like one of the big incentives. And Absolutely. it was clo- it was closer to where we were living as well. Yeah, we're getting split from a, a huge yeah. part of the, the class. But yeah, I remember um, when we when we were at home the night we found out ringing around houses. Right, right. Finding right. out. Yeah. And then I rang you and you were like, I was like, what, do you, what, what did you get, man? And you were just like, Clements. I was like, oh. Stuck with that idiot for six years. I was like, oof. <laughs> um, but that, that doesn't surprise me. Like, mm. it's it's hard to get back into that mindset of just a, a kid, like, mm. like uh, 11 or 12? 11, 12? Yeah, 11, 12. We were, we were like, I remember from that point <clears> onwards, then talking about, oh my God, Clement, or they're going to the school. It's yeah. going to be, oh God, it's a rough school. We were thinking the whole lot, like, we're like fearful and scared. Yeah, it was, it was like that fear of the unknown because yeah. like, um, like moving from primary to secondary, I remember like, like when you were in primary, you were top of the food chain. Yeah. You were in the big yard. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was physically smaller than you. Yeah. And then when you went into secondary school, it was like, Flip. these are adults. Like, yeah. Yeah. People, men with beards walking around. Our perception of them six year lads, they <clears> were <throat> grown men to us, like, weren't they? They yeah. were, they were grown full men to us. Like they were, yeah, it was, it was incredible our perception on them. And then to, Again, they didn't sixth year, didn't like we're little kids. Yeah, do you know what it's all we are like? But it was such a, it was such a shock to the system. Mm, and even was. you can kind of, I know it's silly to like analyze that photo that I was saying of the four of us. But like, if you're looking it's, at it, you're kind of like you can see the uncertainty in our faces. Oh, that that is the key word, uncertainty. It's kind of like uh, in the Shawshank when the fresh fish come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we were yeah, just yeah. like, we've no idea really yeah. what's what's going to happen here. Do you remember your uh, first mm. day specifically? Do you remember walking into the school? I can't, I can't remember that specifically. One of my first memories of like, I was like, oh, this is a bit, um, this, this is a bit dodgy or whatever. Um, coming in either after lunch or coming in, uh, or coming out before lunch. And we were walk, walking near the tuck shop. Mm. And uh, just some older kid, like it must have been about mm. 16, 17, looked like a man mm. compared to a child, pointed at me and goes, he looks like an idiot. <laughs> I remember that. And I was like, I was like, oh God. Oh I was like, that's pretty, oh my God. that's a pretty damning, I, I genuinely remember that. He looks like an idiot. And I was like, I look like an idiot. I'd accept if I was an idiot. Do you know what I mean? That's, that's fair enough. He's had a chat with me or whatever. But uh, just straight off the bat. Yeah, nothing I can do about the way I look. Like I had a very circular head as well. Like, so, um, that could have been that could have been something to do with it. But uh, I do remember that. That's my earliest kind of like I was like, oh god. I think I had one older guy who I didn't know would always come up to me and be like, you're an ugly cunt. <laughs> I'm doing really? Yeah, an older dude. He said it to me numerous times throughout the years. He's like, you're a funny looking dude. He's like, you're so funny looking and like, you're an ugly looking or something like that. Yeah. And what can you do? You're, just, know, you're yeah. just awkward laughing. You're yeah, just like, yeah, is yeah. he going to hit me? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, the first few years in, mm. in, in that school, in secondary school, were, they, were, they were wild. <clears throat> they, were, they were a wild one. No cameras in the school, if I remember right, them first two or three years. That's probably very true. No cameras. It's the Wild West, like. It was insane, like. What yeah. was weird as well was, like, um, very quickly in, we were divided into three classes. Yeah. E, yeah. M, and C. C, yeah. And, like, even though no, nobody specifically said, you're in this class because X. Yeah. You could see the difference between the classes. They were, like, E, these lads are probably going to go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some of these lads are probably going to do something after. Do you know, it was, it was a it was a good mix. Yeah. And then C was a bit of a 
Yeah. A bit wild, like. But, it, like, yeah. I was going to say C was a bit of an average kind of regards to clever, like, which your cleverness, education, or studious-wise kind of. But it was a wilder class, I felt. It was, yeah. Because, like, I was in M and you were in C. Yeah, absolutely. But I think, like, there was some, like, really smart dudes in our class. I remember one two really smart yeah, dudes. Yeah. And then there was equally some notorious, but same with your class, year, like. <clears throat> Some yeah, smart dudes, and it was kind of. That's true, actually. I, I, maybe, I, 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 maybe I'm looking at that wrong. No, maybe, no, no. maybe the E class, the E class seemed like there was more kind of quote unquote smart. Absolutely, but then yet there was one or two mixes of of people who just had no interest in school in that class, and there were very few in that class. Yeah, but again, it's kind of harder to like that was after us seeing them for years rather than however they divided them in. You know, like people change, but I've, maybe at the start they were into it. Yeah, I don't know. I know, you know, you make a good point. I just my my my, my kind of thoughts there is what what water deciding factors in them. Classes. I know, yeah. So that's 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 kind of you know that's it's weird, right? It's weird as well. Like we didn't um we didn't get to choose a language, did we? Uh, no, we didn't. Correct. It was just like correct. you're learning this language. It was German and French. Oh no, Spanish, S- and Spanish French. and French, and that was that. Didn't ma- didn't matter. Yeah, didn't matter. You you're, you're doing Spanish. You're learning French. this language, but I hate this language. Doesn't matter. Tough luck, buddy. Ridiculous. You're in this class. They were like the last few years where, where people were getting where schools were getting away with that kind of stuff. What um, what would your initial thoughts have been of going into a secondary school? Well, my my initial thoughts going to that secondary school. Yeah. Um. I remember initially. Yeah. Well, let's say first and foremost, it was a fucking great time. Oh, yeah. All in all, an amazing six years. So like, yeah, what a contrast to what we were taught. Like we were taught we we're going. Oh God, we're going to Clemens. We're not getting <clears> to go to a camp, and then um. Like about a year into it, like, oh my god, thank god we didn't go to that other school. And we're yeah, here. yeah, I remember you and me saying that, like, yeah, because we we're obviously talking with the lads who were in camp and we're getting to know what it was like in that school. And we're like, god, thank god we're not in here. This is an amazing school, yeah, like, yeah, because again, it was just wild and just there was that a about it, wasn't bunch there? Of lads, you could just do as you feel, like, there was no yeah. worrying about what you have to do in front of girls and so on. Like, you kind of you kind of stayed young and you didn't have to be as self conscious in there, yeah, absolutely, yeah, because like, even when people wasn't it when teachers were coming in to like examine us, they'd be like, these these lads are like three years younger mentally than they should be. Yeah. yeah. That was always kind of what they'd say. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what was nice as well, like you were saying it, uh, our year would have been one of the nicer years. Yeah. It was a good year yeah. of guys like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, previous years was a lot more, uh, yeah, reckless uh, kids. Yeah. <laughs> to say it that way, like, yeah, we were what we are. We had a good bunch in fairness. Yeah, yeah. But uh, going back to what I was saying, like what were like your initial thoughts? At um, the school or like the experience or the change? Uh, well, my initial thoughts were, were a bit of fear, definitely. I remember that. There was a strong element of fear there. Um, but once we kind of settled into it, uh, just a mind, I don't know, I just... <clears throat> I really enjoyed going to us. I really enjoyed getting up and going to school. I remember, if I can remember, if I think I can remember right, I enjoyed going to school. It was just having... It was more crack than anything, really, to be honest. Like, That's what I'm kind of was, thinking. Like, I haven't, crack. I, haven't, I haven't thought of it in ages. But uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, fucking good times. I remember like, oh, getting to, 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 to slag all the older lads and getting a crack off them, get a chase. It was this wildness. Yeah, and just yeah. Teasing the older lads. I was deadly for it. I used to love teasing all the older lads. Like, I'd be always just trying to roil them up and get them to chase me or do anything like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of like, but the older lads, if I remember right myself, uh, they, were, they all kind of, they all kind of loved me because I was just yeah, a nut job, I suppose. Like, and they just yeah, loved. you were wild, and yeah. you you loved the idea of being wild nearly. Yeah, and they loved just chasing me and killing me, or just trying to catch me or something. Yeah. I loved the chase them. Like, <laughs> um, do you remember? Um, I don't know if you remember when we were uh, in first year, and we used to pass. 
it would rain in the school and like there was a lot of gutters and a lot of places where puddles would build up. The outdoor sheds. Like. Outdoor sheds, exactly. And there was a lot of just areas where basically we could collect water when it rained and all the sixers would get all plastic bottles, fill them up with water and just lob them and destroy the first years while we were passing them all trying to get into the yard. Yeah, it like yeah. It's like a little kind of corridor in a sense, outdoor corridor that you had to get, you had to get past them in an alleyway kind of thing. It was nearly like in a battle, it was like the perfect yeah. place to launch an attack. Yeah, and we were loving it because we were like, ah, you know, yeah. all hard together like little sheep and we were like, go, 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 go and we just, a few of us run and we get battered, battered, battered. But remember like, it, I think it was kind of cool because that incident where that particular day where it went crazy, um, the the principal had called up all the six year lads who were throwing them. I don't know, there was teachers that spotted them and if one or two of the first years got caught up in it as well and he got this, they got destroyed. If remember the first year lad that got caught was bawling crying in the principal's office. But um didn't really? Put, yeah, ball and crying. It was a big serious thing. Paul took it really seriously because he was like, Oh, someone could have got injured or whatever. But then when we were in sixth year, we done it then and then there was cameras in the school and we were just reckless and just filling up bottles of water and just destroying them but again the first years loved it yeah they absolutely loved it. And then, isn't it weird it's kind of like uh, nearly like a rite of passage yeah it, yeah it was because it there was no the thing was there was no maliciousness no there wasn't but we got killed for that we got I can't remember that so us our sixth year year that year was we, I thrown because I'd be no, very no, you I'd weren't. be very away from the I like I like being on the periphery of madness. Yeah, yeah. No, you weren't. I remember specifically because I remember that we all got put into the the study hall, got summoned mm. to the study hall by the principal, and the whole year, the whole year, yeah, the whole year, and then he started saying, "X, stand up. Y, stand up. Just all of us stand up. You were throwing it. You were fucking throwing it. You, know, you I can see it in the cameras. Man, those cameras were good, weren't they? They were. I got I got called up. It's like Nigel, stand up." And he was like, you were, uh, you, you were doing it as well, Mr. Condon. And I says, I wasn't. And uh, he kind of goes, you were caught in camera. We could see you on camera. I remember you pointing it out like a, a, a week, few weeks later. Then just you, you denied it. And it was like, you were blatantly caught. Like, you know, it was like <laughs> and I kind of just said nothing to him. And he said it to me then anyway. But a lot of lads got kicked out that day. Like, they were Did told, they? told to get out of the school. Like, oh yeah, there was lads stormed out of the study hall that day. They were like, get your bag, pack out. And I was one of the few lads that wasn't told to leave he did you turn rat no 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 no. he physically turned state protection he, he didn't physically say to me get up and leave so I just didn't so I just sat back down he, he picked out a point where he goes Mr Condon you, we looked after you there a few months back because I had bullshitted him about oh that's another side ridiculous yeah, yeah, story yeah. again like but anyway we yeah might, we might get to that later but I just I'd love to have someone stood up to him that day and said I understand where he's come from someone could have got injured maybe but like just someone should have stood up to him I think one of the lads tried to stand one of the captains tried to stand up to him and say, say something to defend us. But he just screamed at him. But I'd love if someone just stood up to him and said, Sir, when we were back in first year, like they are some of our fondest memories in first year. Joe, when six years were doing that to us. Yeah, and if if he had been able to to look at the context of it yeah. and said that like the intent matters. Yeah. Like yeah. we weren't doing it to fucking injure anybody. Yeah. Like them first years had a great crack that much. Yeah. Like, you know, like, so, but anyway, yeah, great times, great times. It's cool, it's cool. Um, I was thinking as well, like what, what was kind of, so let's say, Amazing years because mm. we kind I think we kind of held on to our childhood more. But you ever think like it's a bit, it was a bit strange as well to to go to school with girls for like eight years and then to be separated for six years, yeah, very yeah. unnatural. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, we did have an old girls' school within feet of us, <laughs> we did, but like they <laughs> yeah. were across the way, were, yeah, do you yeah. know, you weren't hanging around with them. No, it was people no. like, Oh, who do you know in that school, blah yeah, blah blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some of the country lads that become to us, do you know, do you know a few of them, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was yeah, just, it was, yeah. it was, um, 
I don't, I don't regret going to an all boys school. No, there's definitely pros to it. But there's pros and cons. cons absolutely as well. Yeah, because yeah. you nearly, you nearly miss. And like we still socialized with girls all the way through, even as friends. Like, mm-hmm. but um, you kind of, you kind of miss the, just the day to day socialization of like, this is how boys and girls, men and women behave when they're together. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is important. Yeah, yeah. But again, we, we got to that later in life and it was just six years of crack. Like, mm. I, like man, I, I didn't actually think about it before we started chatting. Mm. But man, such mm. good years. Like, mm. such good years. Mm. Again, keep on saying like them first three years, I thought, were pretty wild. I think like the school was even going through a bit of a, a transition even to the people that were coming into the school because like, Again, yes. as you said, we were told one of the better years. Mm. But even after that, then there was a lot more foreign nationals coming to school. There was, I'm not saying less kind of lunatics, but there kind of was. I don't know. Yeah, it was a bit of a transition. Like the school was trying to campaign to get a new school and so on. That's like, true, actually. Yeah, it was a bit of a. Trend. It did. It became as we were there, and like as you said, as um as more foreign nationals just yeah. came in, it it became a more civilized place. Yeah, it did. It, it just did. Like the cameras come into the schools. So there was yeah. more control over in that sense. So and sure, now the crazy thing is um. Remember one lad sent me pictures of the school just knocked down, yeah. and I oh went in and God, walked around. It's crazy. I was like, "This is crazy!" Like in a hundred years, you'll, you'll never even know this building was here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Remember, there was one of the pictures where like half the school was knocked, and you could see into like a third floor you classroom. Could see the classes. I was like, you were oh, like, that's probably your one's room. Or that's your man's yeah, room." Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. I, like other things I was thinking about is um. And it's very, very hard to get back into the mindset of when you're that age. But uh, peer pressure at that age mm. was so um, pervasive in your thought. Mm. Like mm. you did not want to be separated from the group mm. in any way, shape mm. or form. Mm. Yeah. If this was the opinion, you held that opinion. Yeah. If yeah. this is what most people were doing, this mm. is the way you would do, act, behave. Mm. Don't talk about this. This is a sign of weakness. Talk about these. These are what the group accepts. Any sort of, uh, what did I say? Like, it's like the, the crooked nail gets hammered down. You didn't want to be out of place. Um, Like, what 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 did you feel in terms of, like, peer pressure when you were there? Um, I don't know. Uh, peer pressure, like, yeah, I do agree with you. There was, a, there was a huge. Element. Or were you the one pressurizing no, your peers? Absolutely. Come on, we love a lot of water at the booth. No, no, no. I was, I was an absolute sheep of a person. Like, I just, yeah, I completely agree with what you're saying. Like, I would just follow that crowd and go with it. Like, you know, mm. um, I don't know. Maybe at the time, like, it probably didn't. Do we think about it at the time? Like, do you think, like, do you think it was? I think unconsciously, it, yeah, it was something that would have directed a lot of the things we did because we. Would have tried smoking very early. Yeah, yeah. So I think we we, we we didn't we didn't pick up smoking just of our own accord. We're like, you know what? I'm going to start smoking cigarettes. No, it was just like, oh, this this is what the older lads are doing. Yeah, this is cool. Dad, you're hitting that in the head there. Exactly. Is I was, we used to talk about what a lot of the older lads were doing. I remember mm. your brother would have been in third or fourth year when we were yeah, in the first he would, year. Like, he would have been three years and you, ahead of us. And you were like, you know, if he was probably close to sixteen, and he was doing this and he's doing that, and yeah. women and this. And you were like, oh my god, like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were like, yeah, we need to do that. We need to start drinking. We need to start, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit like, we, yeah, yeah, we'd be looking up to just the years, the, even a year or two ahead. You'd be like, oh my god, they're so much older yeah. and more experienced than yeah. us in life. They're going to the federation discos and, and like, um, like it's like you obviously you're the oldest in your family. I'm the second in my family. Um, 
John's my older brother. He was called Mallet. Mm-hmm. And then straight away I had a nickname when I went in. It was just, there's Mini Mallet. <laughs> I was like, okay, now I have a name. Brilliant. Why would John call Mallet? Uh, maybe a bit big-headed. Yeah. Not physically yeah. big-headed, but uh, maybe maybe thought he, was, yeah. thought he was the shiz. Oh, go away. Is that go away? I think so. Go well, I don't, I don't exactly know. Like, yeah. you know they were 12 as well. Yeah. Like, you, yeah. you don't make up the, yeah, the most pithy names when you're that age. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's stuck. It's just mm. Mallet, Mal. Um, do you know what I preferred uh, Mini Mallet to he looks like an idiot <laughs> <laughs> at least it's catchier like you can you can type it into your phone <laughs> he looks like oh it's brilliant um, when you were in secondary school like I think secondary school as I was saying like it's it's real formative years um, were there any things let's even let's even look at a uh, first year to third year as kind of like the first segment of secondary school mm-hmm. were there any things that you noticed you were getting more interested in less interested in because it, it's like a time when you start to you nearly start to expand your thinking to some sense because you've been in one school and then you're exposed to new people new ideas is there anything that comes to mind for you no really <laughs> um, no, geez, no I walk myself down an alley there no, it's flip, it's, you won't start first I suppose just um, for me, I suppose out of my own accord, one thing that I remember I was obsessed with at the time would have been uh, cinema. Mm. I really, really got into cinema at that age. And uh, I remember I was telling you before, like I used to watch like I'd stay up at the weekend to watch like the three or four o'clock in the morning late Hitchcock classic film. Like I was obsessed with films, mm. loved them and like fascinated by the whole thing, needed to know everything about that world. And another thing at that age um, that I probably started getting into more was, let's say growing up, <clears throat> music wouldn't have been a huge part of my life. Like we used to listen to like, we used to listen to Tupac when we were fucking 11, like, do you know, and stuff like that. And like, like rap. So like rap was a big part of my life. But like, um, I always think that uh, the older sibling influences musical choice. And like John liked rap, but he wasn't massively into music yeah um, and like you you're you didn't have any older brothers or sisters and you weren't massively into music at that age and uh one thing at about i think it was maybe 13 14 one of the lads gave me um a boy cd yeah. a cd like and i started listening to david Bowie, and i was like oh my god i i understand why people can get obsessed with music it really, it just, it was, it was an eye opener. I was just like, this is beautiful. Crowd and it was like, control. yeah, like space oddity. What, like when you're listening to that, it's like some sort of other world experience. And um, yeah, that just really opened my eyes or opened my ears basically to, to what music is about and what it can be. And I remember just, I was like, oh my, it was nearly like opening another door in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wasn't huge into music after that but like I used to always love classic music so then I would have started listening to maybe the Beatles in the next couple of years and I like stuff like Sinatra the Stones Hendrix but it was always that older era I just loved it and that's when I started getting into music mm. um, going back to you you had a, a minute to think there is there anything that comes to mind in those early years excuse me I was listening to you eventually. <laughs> why would I be thinking about myself good god sorry but I think, do you know what, the first three years maybe would have been somewhat, somewhat kind of bland, kind of quiet, you know, I was like, um, we'll talk about this maybe the second three years maybe, but I, yeah, 
first two years I just remember being into skateboarding and stuff but uh, nothing really you know I think it was a, nothing seemed to have changed yeah maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm terribly wrong in saying that now but I think uh, when I'm thinking there yeah nothing mm. significantly I think a big change for me like was when I was like if I remember like leaving June to June start and then coming back into Fortier that was a change in part of my life I think if, if I can remember I think um, I kind of yeah started somewhat I was, I was obviously growing up a bit more but I started kind of um, hanging around with different people from my own local area kind of thing I started getting a bit more adventurous we started drinking a bit more and kind of being a bit, a bit more bowled I suppose kind of yeah mm. I wasn't so quiet as I was in the first three years and that was a bit of a change but I remember specifically coming to Fortran and yapping away about what we're doing out in Raheen and so on like and so on like but um yeah that's when you kind of noticed the change yeah I think so yeah yeah if I can remember right <clears throat> yeah 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 it's probably around that age as well that I started hanging around with ye more consistently yeah 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 and I suppose another thing in those first couple of years that like if I'm if I'm looking back now and trying to analyze it I would have played sport up to a certain age and I just lost interest in sport for like probably about four years, five yeah. years maybe. Between you know, 11 and 15 kind of thing. like. Yeah, 11, maybe like 12, 13 to about 16, 17, no interest really in sports. And then it sort of picked up after that. Mm -hmm. But it's just, And then like another thing that I was huge into at that age was video games. Games, yeah. Games is the one that um, I nearly forgot about because it was yeah. just such a part of all those years nearly. Yeah. Um. Like, even the group we would have hung around with, like, a lot of the lads in comp, they would have been huge gamers. Yeah. So they would have influenced us as well. Yeah, and the lads we were in Clemens were music, <clears throat> and they were yeah, big yeah. music lads, like, all of them, like, they were playing instruments and whatnot, so, yeah. yeah. Um, even, like, going back to games, I would have fallen out of video games then at about 17 or 18, and... Uh, Never got back into them. Well, <laughs> I, I took the old GameCube back up. Absolutely, yeah. Actually, yeah. let's 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 have a quick discussion about maybe why I haven't gotten back into them as free flowingly as possible. Um, nostalgically, I bought one of those uh, SNESs. Do you know the ones you can plug yes. into the back of the TV? All those preloaded Min games, mini SNES, yeah, yeah. And uh, Nigel's like, "Oh, Kev, give it to me there. I'll I'll make it a bit better or whatever. Do you know, and I'll 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 do some stuff." And I was like, "All right, yeah, fine. How long did it take you to give it back to me?" 18 months, I'm going to say. In, in the same condition, nearly. Oh, I originally gave it back to you. You think re-give it back to me. Yeah. Was yes, you gave it back that. to me after a couple of months. And you were like, Kev, I think this is actually in worse state than when I gave it to you. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, thanks a million. But, yeah. uh, but uh, I have to say, thank you very much as well. About a month, month or two ago. It's probably a few more months ago, actually. When you bought, mm. you bought me the Twin Snakes. Yeah. And I was like... One of Kevin's favourite games. That is... Because I was talking about it for too. a month or two. I was like, man, I'd love to play that game again. And you got me that, so thank you, mm. brother. I really, really appreciated two, that. Two shops in the country. I haven't been able to get the, the connection yet. Yeah. To I, use it. Again, we can get it, Kev. Yeah. But by golly, I'm going to play that game soon. Mm. I've never played it. Yeah, yeah. What a game. I remember looking it up, reviewing it uh, before I bought it, just seeing what it was about. And yeah, it looked amazing. sounded amazing, right? It's epic. Yeah, yeah. Um, thought of. I'm trying to think like because uh, I don't I don't want to gloss over everything straight away like we, we can we can kind of move our way through the conversation in the years but um, another thing that came to mind in the first three years the junior cert the junior discos yeah yeah the yeah. energizers out in Mungrit yeah so energizers was first year and then <coughs> somewhere somewhere along second and third year we said transition over to the federation federation yeah 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 that was uh, federation used to move around as well didn't it yes it was never to one venue yeah we'd move around different areas of limerick like and by god there were some rough rough ones we went going to. back to the like the the first the first junior disco experience was intimidating for us mm. for me anyway 
Again, is this is this the Energizer Munger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. go to them? I did, I did. Uh, yeah. But um, but but initially, when you went to the first few, I wasn't allowed. Ah. <clears throat> uh, yeah, yeah. I can remember them. First, firstborn. Yeah, firstborn. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. Um, I remember like one of the mothers would pull up outside the disco, and you'd be looking out, and you'd be like, because you would have been going in, and there would have been lads and girls three years older than you mm, mm. and like they look like adults to mm, you at that stage mm. getting out of the car and there'll be lads coming up to you any tickets boys <laughs> any tickets <laughs> and you were so innocent you'd be like yeah, yeah you can expect my ticket it's all in order <laughs> you know just that little bit of scariness outside yeah, yeah. the outside the door and you were like man we're kind of stepping into another world here going in some those s- things were carnage like. some serious fights at them like there was some vicious fun crazy carnage like I don't blame them. now when I look at it now my mother was right not to let me go to them at the start. Ah, I don't blame her concern and her worry. Like, no. and eventually I got to go to them. They were, they were amazing. They were cool. They were, they were wild. They were, they were, yeah, they were wild. Like, yeah. I remember walking in, not knowing what was even going on. Do like when there yeah, yeah, yeah. was like two of the older ones shifting away, and they're like, "What are they doing to each other? Like, what's yeah. what's that weird movement that they're going? What's going on? Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we're we're on the next level of life now." Do you remember? Um, I'm sorry to bring up something so bad here. No, I shouldn't really be bringing this up, but uh, go on. Do you remember when we went to one of the discos, um, out in uh, out in uh, out in Patrick's Well, <clears throat> and uh, it was a particularly rough disco. There was a few real rough families that went to us. Mm. And uh, you you must remember this. And uh, I do know <laughs> this, <laughs> but this what age were we at this? This no, we were probably a bit older, about fifteen to sixteen. Yeah. Um, to cut it short, I won't go too long with it. No, so, no, tell tell the story. So it's it was and rough. The, these are discos that we were drinking at. Yeah, we were drinking pre-drinking. At these. Yeah, pre-drinking. Yeah. So yeah, it was pretty rough. A uh, few incidents throughout it. A few knives being uh, brandished and whatnot. And really, yeah, I remember. That. I remember during the disco, like, it was like, oh, your man has a knife here and this or that. Like my memories of the wild incidents seem to be very. Limited compared to you. I remember a lot of things because <laughs> I've had such a bland life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, so basically after the disco, you know, that's when real, real trouble, real trouble tends to happen. And good old normal, rightfully so sensible Kev was like, let's go. And stupid noise like, no, let's stand here and watch these fellas kick the head off each other. And there's like two guards trying to control about 20 lads just doing dirty damage to but each other. But you actually, we were walking towards the car park. Uh, yeah, and, I was and like, you were like, Kev, stay here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. ran, you were like, I'll be back in a second. I want to go in and watch this fight. No, I didn't walk away from you. Oh, did you not? No, I didn't walk away from you. So basically, I said, let's just, let's just stay here and watch the fight. And so we're watching these fellas kill each other and so on. And literally, I'm looking straight ahead. And if I can remember, like, I, don't exactly, I literally look to my left, see Kevin. He's standing there normal and perfect. Look straight ahead, continue watching the fight. And there's a lot of commotion around, a lot of noise. Like, And I just look to my left again. And pretty much, like, Kevin's jacket is half off his shoulders. His head is arched backwards. He's, like, breathing deeply and just looks absolutely fucked. I'm like, what? In distress. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he just kind of turns to me and he's a lump of a golf mm. ball. Of a lump on his jaw and underneath his eye. It was around your eye, kind of, or whatever. Yeah. Like, on your jaw. Just literally, it was the size of a golf ball of a lump. And I was like, what? Just, like, I'm standing next to you. What just happened to him? Was in some little scope, uh. come up, pushed you. And then yeah, bigger scope steps in, and I I tried you. to like I tried to like get away from him. I think yeah, you yeah, know my yeah, my memory yeah, is yeah, so frazzled yeah, of it. Yeah, like yeah. I I thought I tried to move away through the crowd mm. and tried to get away, mm. and then as soon as I tried to defend myself when the little fellow was hitting me, mm. just another lad came out of the came out of the crowd. Haymaker, boom! Mm. It's actually surprising 
that I even stayed on my feet. Mm. Probably shouldn't mm. have. I probably mm. should have just dropped. Like, mm. Mm. but uh, it was. It's definitely the worst dig I've ever gotten to the face. Oh, Sh- it should have. It should have broke my cheekbone. You could have easily. Yeah, you were lucky there. That was an eye opener for us. It really, really was. Uh, it closed my eye. <laughs> <laughs> really bad chance of words for me. Yeah. What did you do that night? He drank about three quarters of a bottle of vodka to, to numb the pain. <laughs> he was ludicrously drunk forty five minutes later, like oh, <laughs> lying outside a church. Remember, I just scandalously drunk. Yeah, but anyway, them discos were, they were pretty cool, and uh, yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. Um, that would have been when we were around. 16 because i remember i would have had to call into one of my first jobs saying i can't come in i have a black eye oh yes yes your man the younger fella was just laughing at me he was just like oh that's wild man mm-hmm. <laughs> but i was like I, I just i didn't want to go in for a couple of days just because yeah. it was a bad no, it was a bad shiner on the face more than a shiner Um stepping back a year do you remember much of doing the junior cert uh, the junior cert's a bit of a strange one isn't it because it's like you know you're not really going to leave school at that age. At least I, I was like, I'm definitely not going to leave school at this age. Mm. So mm. it was kind of, it was a weird, like, you do the test and then you're like, eh, you're just like into... A pointless kind of element to us. Yeah, did they, have they finished the junior cert now? Or where are they with the junior cert now? It's definitely be re- been restructured anyway to some uh, to a good degree. Um, I'm not entirely sure what it entails. Uh, are there any subjects from your, your first three years in the school where you were like, I, I like that subject? Did you like school? The, the learning element of it? Um, I did. I think I did. I think I was... I I, know I, like, I enjoyed learning. Well, I enjoyed listening. <laughs> no, but remember, I was attentive within class. What did you say to me before? And there's no element of lies to it. I never once in my life... Never once in them six years that I ever once opened a book at home. <laughs> never. Like, the second I got home... That bag was thrown to the side and I was gone out the front door. There was, and I mean that. Thrown, thrown into the wall with the same carefree attitude as you did a fucking phone about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> no, like, but like, I didn't do anything. Maybe there was a few times in them first years did I was forcefully had to do something or, you know, with my mother or something, but I cannot remember really doing anything at all to do with homework. Uh, so again, just go back to the point, like, but I did listen in class, and I think that's what dragged me through a lot. I wasn't, mm. I wouldn't be in class not paying attention. I would listen in class because I enjoyed learning. I think I enjoyed, was interested, yeah. and intrigued by by new things and so on. Like, but a particular subject from them first three years, I wouldn't say not really stood out in them first three years. Like we did, like uh, our choice in Clemens, it wasn't amazing. It wasn't amazing. Um, we, sorry, it was bad. It was reasonably yeah. bad. It was. For instance, like I was, in what respect? Well, I had these thoughts the other day. It was like. Uh, so what do we do? Like, uh, our version of woodwork was technology. Mm-hmm. So that was like an element of, of electronics mixed with woodwork, wasn't it, I think? But like, that was the only thing that was reasonably bad. That's like, so funny that that was our technology class. Imagine a class being called, called technology and you're dealing with wood and, and metal and circuits. The woman Nothing to do with a computer. And a, a woman teaching us. No, but I'm... <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm joking. But, 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 she was a good teacher. Was she a good technology teacher, yeah? She she seemed on the ball like didn't like didn't like her dad or mother die one time and she just came in and just she should not have been in the school and she just sat oh, there crying I awkwardly that, while we yeah. were doing class. Now again, terrible that her parents are not having to go for there, but she should not have come into class. And um, I remember that. Yeah, and she just sat there crying while we were in class, going, "Oh God." That was uh, yeah. that was crazy, actually. But like, I think like um, and it's probably all easy to say this now that we're here sitting back judging, like, but uh. Wouldn't it be great like when we come into that school. I remember the girls' school across the way from us. Okay, the mm-hmm. All Irish Girls' School. Their system was they would come in and they'd have their transition year. 
first before they did what? first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason for it. So it's the best year to do a transition year. The first year. Yeah, yeah, it is, isn't it? That's, no, that's no, the transition. No, like. Their reasons for doing it is that they were an all Irish school. Oh, okay. So they were saying, like, we need to do this to get them into the run of things of doing everything in Irish. Yeah. So yeah. they they had. I didn't know that. They, they, so they had literally fourth year, then first, second, third year, and then into fifth and sixth year. Then, do you know, that kind of do you know, Really? Yeah, it was one way of kind of putting it like yeah, they, they, that's a the Kalosta, the, the Irish Lord Hill across the way from us. So um, that would have been. I think that would have been amazing if they did that. If they rolled that out, maybe yeah, exactly. In our school, for instance, or in all schools, where they got to know us. I know, like maybe you're not, you're not, you don't know who you are. That says you're probably very young, you're still a child. You have still more grown up to do and so on. But maybe they're like more interacting with us and kind of doing more like I don't know, teachers more coaching style kind of stuff, or or, or figuring out what our weaknesses are, our strengths were, kind of just focusing a bit more on us and then kind of as in like kind of learning about the individual rather than just yeah, this is the way we're going to try and teach all of you. Yeah. And if if it doesn't suit you, doesn't matter, doesn't my, matter. This is the way we teach. My first twelve years of life. Outside of school, I was non-stop wood, wood, wood. We'd always be making things with wood, building forts, building go-karts, building skate ramps. I loved wood. Yeah, so yeah. Non-stop. That was our pastime as kids, like, growing up my whole life. Into Clemens then, a lot of other schools would have had an option to do woodwork. And I thought of that. That's was, so true. And I thought of that the other day, I was like, like, if I'd have done woodwork, who knows? Like, you know, like, like I could have been a carpenter. That's in, because of Clemens. No, like, yeah, That's yeah, cool yeah. that I didn't but do woodwork. But you didn't have the options. You didn't have the and options. And, like, I would have been the exact opposite in terms of interests. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, that wouldn't have interested yeah, me. Absolutely, Even, yeah. like, before we hit record today, you were telling me about a tent you're buying. You are just like, oh, okay, I've managed to stay in the best tent during the summer. I was just like... High tech, it's this, it's that. just saw my eyes go blank. Like, I was just like, just no interest. Can't even fake interest. But in them first years, Kevin Clemens, if I remember right, our choice was either... So we had our regular subjects of history, geography, English, Irish, maths, and one or two others, business. But uh, we had a choice between music and, and technology. There were two options. Really? Yeah, there were two options. It was like, what? Like, I just felt we were very limited. Like, other schools had woodwork, metalwork. They had technology. They had music. They had art. They had this, they had that. We were very limited to that. I just thought that was something that we were a bit, yeah, definitely lacked in. Definitely, definitely lacked in, yeah, yeah, in that school, I thought. Actually, to, to add a point to that, like, obviously, you were way more into the... Manual manipulative, you know, use your hands kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At that age, I was really into like um, acting and stage performing yeah. and stuff like that. Art, yeah, yeah. Um, and like that was actually something like when I went into Clements, I was like, ah, oh, all boys school. I don't think, like, the, first of all, there was no option to do acting in there. That's, that's, that's right. But I was like, I can't do that. Like, it's not, it's not something that would be easily accepted by the group. Mm, yeah. Like, do you know? So I, that, that probably led to me in a sense, kind of getting disinterested in that side of things as well. I've never actually thought of that. So you come I thought it was kind of like another little key point that would have had a big, big factor in me, but like, that's probably one of the main reasons. You come into the school, they, re, they figure out <clears> Kevin <throat> is into this, he's good at this. Mm. So do you know what I mean? Let's, if they had it like, yeah, a section of that in the school that you can you know, go in for the next few years and, and do that. It's just, I don't know. One thing that, like, to, to kind of play devil's advocate then, like, maybe I didn't get to do something like that. Fair enough. Um, I did get to do a lot of creative writing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had a... Like, my favourite teacher was the English teacher. Mm-hmm. And she used to correct things on the side for me. I'd give her, like, random essays. Cool. Which, like, I, I thought that was amazing for her to just do that extra time John she actually gave a shit like mm. um, so in terms of creativity I still followed things that I was interested in 
just not all different kind of spectrums. It was kind of maybe the more, not the extroverted side, but the introverted side where I was like, I just have these ideas. I want to write these stories at like 13, 14, 15. And I was able to do that. So that was, that was brilliant for me. Yes. Really, really, really good. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's amazing. And, but you are, you, you, you were, uh, you were reasonably studious at that age as well. And you were, yeah, you were kind of a, a go-getter. You do things like that and so on. Like, but It's kind of as well, though, the system suited me. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, right, school right. suited me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. know, whereas, like, other other lads, maybe when they come in, it would suit them less in terms of sit there, try and absorb stuff and mm. try and learn mm. stuff. It, it wasn't as difficult for me. I was never mm. really smart. No. But I was, like, I was interested in it yeah. and I did grand. Yeah. Do you know, I was always like, a good enough student. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and pretty much interested in most things I was doing yeah the yeah. system the way the way the information came in seemed to suit yeah, me yeah yeah I get you yeah um, yeah no that's that's a good point like um, after the junior cert then transition year what a year what a year so like there's pros and cons to doing it at the start but like I loved transition year when we did it yeah it was amazing and like Transition year was cool as well because you got to you got to mix more with the other lads. Do you know, like we started becoming more friends with other people. If you remember, because we got um, our classes all got integrated and we all got mixed up again. Our classes. Yes, because yeah. in the first three years we weren't in the same class. No, we weren't. We had like one class together, um, which was technology. And yes, then other than that, yes, we didn't. Yes. So we basically come fortured in. We got to pick subjects, and then like it was obviously honors pass for the main subjects in the first maths. So yeah, we got to mix more. So yeah, we kind of came together. Mm. Yeah, got to know more people in within the year. And it was kind of, it was the time when you were probably getting more into drinking. Yes, yes. And so it was like you were meeting kind of girls, meeting girls, but meeting similar minded lads as well inside. Mm. And you know, it was just mm. it was it was a cool time because it was like. Oh man, they're actually sound as well. I never really had a chat with them, but they're nice. They're nice dudes as well. Like very true. Our, our, our circle of friends kind of expanded in a way. Very true. Yeah. Um, what's funny as well is like, um, when I came into Clements, I maybe had a a bit of a preconceived reputation from the teachers because of my older brother. Yeah. But like that was kind of proven wrong in a sense of my behaviour. They were like, oh no, he's he's quiet, like compared to the older brother. Yeah. But um. In fourth year then, through a series of events, through like some fault of my own, maybe some, yeah, but yeah. no real fault of my own. No, not malicious. One teacher took an absolute dislike to me. I wouldn't go as far as hatred, but he took a dislike to me. And he was like the fourth year transition year kind of, uh, he led the transition year, didn't he? He was, yes. Because you had a lot of interactions with him. So then yes. Like, yes. <laughs> um... So like let's say one one that comes to mind straight away. You can kind of tell a little bit of this story as well. I'll kind of I'll set it up. But um, we we had to do uh, work experience throughout the year, and for one of my work experiences, I did some time on like a, a local student radio thing, and we had to write a report about like our week, the experience, the learnings, all this stuff, and I did not write that until like the last night. And I went down to one of the lads, I think maybe because my PC wasn't working back in the day or whatever. Uh, went down to one of the lads and I was like, will you type this out? I don't even know. I hadn't even it written. I was just like, if I say it, will you type it? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No bother. And it, we, we were in the room with another few lads. 
and I was telling him what to type, but he was adding in all because he's one of the funniest guys we know. Like great creative. With that he's kind of an stuff. he's an absolutely hilarious dude, and he started typing all this um, additional stuff that made the report ridiculous to read, oh. and we were laughing in the room, like crying, laughing the four or five of us. But he gave me the printed out version of what he had typed. And I was like, oh man, will you not just do it again or whatever? He's like, no, nah, it's, it's funny. Hand, hand this in. And I was like, oh. Then the next day, I had that like, um, <laughs> that kind of like fear where I was like, oh, it's funny yesterday. I can't hand this in. It's <laughs> like, what am I going to do? So I, uh, I got like Tipex. <laughs> Tipexed out all the words a significant amount. So I, I gave up like. It looked like the writings of a madman because it was just four pages of typed, but then like blanks, 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 blanks. Mm. And uh, Nige, if you want to take it from there, because I have one perspective and probably when the story started, I just went into like from fight, fight or flight. I was just freeze. So Kev submits this paper and uh, I don't know when it was, X amount of time passes and we all get summons to the to the to the study hall again no, not for this particular reason but anyway not just for that but we were all going to the study hall I think we used to meet in the study hall once a week with the transitioners and that teacher Kev's lovely friend um, steps up and picks up the piece of paper that Kevin submitted and if I remember right I'm sitting up front in front of that teacher very close to that teacher and Kev's sitting alongside me and the second he picks up the paper and he goes right something like you know and I, I knew that I, if whatever it was, whatever the signs were, I had to see the paper or whatever he kind of said, I goes, that's Kev's paper. Oh, my God. And he's making he members. He made, makes reference to the typics. I went, oh, this is it. No, but he was like, uh, from what I remember, he was basically like, now, lads, <laughs> um, all of you submitted your papers. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, one paper stood out. Oh. And I just remember me freezing and you head down shaking laughing he was taking it serious the teacher very annoyed very angry so serious and he said reciting the paper with it all stand up what, what, he got you to stand up with yeah, us yeah 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 and then did he, really like, just... he was like Kevin stand up yeah and mm. then he started he was like uh, I've scribbled yeah I've I've taken the time to yes. scratch out all the tipex and then he proceeded to read the most 24 hours ago the funniest thing ever mm. in context mm. in this different context I was terrified. And I was literally giggling aloud where the whole room was serious. He was serious. You were shitting it. And I was getting away with just pissing myself yeah. laughing. And you were nearly falling off the chair. Like you were, you were, you were sore in the back of the head from laughing. Like mm. That sort of like ridiculous laughing. I can't, I can't remember most of it. I remember, I only remember a couple of bits. One bit was, um, my, my boss for the week was a woman called Nessa. And, oh, the lock Liam had typed Nessa Loch Ness and then her last name and I was like oh my god because the thing was he thought I had typed this there's no way he thought that I was one of the lads typed it yeah, yeah I didn't even have time to explain it was just like oh and, no and previous to this you probably already you already had a few instances with this <clears> teacher didn't you yes maybe yeah no yeah. you did you, I think previously you would have you would have because that would have been transition year later in the year it was like April yeah that's so true you definitely had a few instances so your relationship wasn't exactly amazing Um, but then the other thing I remember was uh, at the end of the report it said something along the lines of one of the teachers from our school came and visited me to see how I was doing and it was just like 
what a waste of my time. <laughs> Do they not know who I am? God damn it. That's how it finished. All capitals. And he reads this out? Yeah. And I was just like... Were, were people people were laughing, were they? Or was it was it serious? But genuinely, I have that thought that um, it was reasonably serious because he was definitely being serious. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a comedic moment. No, you thought it was hilarious. I was on the ground. Just like, like I was terrified. Yeah. I don't think people were laughing. I don't think so. No, like so might, it was like a quiet study hall. Yeah, there might have been a few giggles. But it wasn't. Yeah, exactly. But nobody knew about it as well. Yeah, no. So everybody was like, yeah. "Kevin's a lunatic." Uh, what, did, he, did he like watch up to save yourself, Kevin? Or did you? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I said. Explain like. yourself. No, but did, did, was that what he said? I think I think of him saying something like to explain yourself or what you have to say or anything to say. I'd love if you had the mind that you have now and just be like, uh, yeah, I wish you had asked me what I had to say before you read it out in front of everybody. Cheers, <laughs> man. But at the time, I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. I hope I'm not pissing myself as I'm standing up here in front of everybody. Um, he hated you. <laughs> yeah, but again, like Such there a was good lad that you are. Like. There was reasons. Um, like another time. Uh, I did another week's work experience in the library and it was quite a boring week <laughs> and on the Friday I was supposed to work till whatever time but we needed to get drink for a junior disco so I just left during the day. You came into me. You were like, Kev man, we have to get cans and uh, I was just like, yeah, let's, let's, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll deal with this at some stage. Just walked out of the work experience and that got called up for me as well. <sighs> So that was another thing. Actually, I nearly got suspended for that, I think. But uh, oh. my mother, bless her heart, she comes in and fights for me tooth and nail. <laughs> oh, she does. You were uh, the perfect little son in her eyes. The other... <laughs> but, like, the great thing the great thing about the mother was, like, she'd take her side regardless. Yes. Oh, she no, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. She was never not going to fight your corner. Yeah, 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 regardless amazing. of when you're... If you were in the wrong or not. Yeah, it was amazing. Like, yeah. um, like do you remember when we got, we got caught drinking... Oh, out the country One of the lad's parents Call us Yeah one of the lad's parents What a narc Dropped us all home And started giving out To our parents At the door mm. And like uh, Three or four lads Got in trouble like. I got in trouble Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And then at my at my door Like he was like Oh you'll never guess You'll never guess What they were doing My mother's like Oh what, what were they doing And he was like Oh they were out drinking Last night And Charlie came in this morning They were still drunk Or whatever And terrible And she was like Yeah that's terrible Isn't it and she closed the door and she's like, do you want a sandwich or something? <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, listen, he's not, he's not your parent. Mm -hmm. He's like, just, just John, you know what you did. Like, don't mm -hmm. do it again. He doesn't have to lecture me at the door. Like, mm -hmm. I love that. Like, right. I was just like, I was like, you know, she has your corner. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Like, she was amazing. She was amazing for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was hilarious. And then like the other, the other thing that comes to mind from fourth year is, we had to record something, some sort of a show in the church. Yes, yes, And yes. the two of us were recording it on the balcony. One we were the cameramen. Yeah, one of the teachers gave us the responsibility and the trust of um, recording this event, whatever it was. Had to use his personal cameras. <laughs> and we did the job, grand. And uh, not the first time in your in your life that uh, holding on to keys has been an issue. <laughs> Uh, the next day, so reckless when we think of it. When I think of it, actually, we were like sixteen, and uh, we were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna take the day off, go drinking in my house while my parents were at work, and uh, two of the girls are gonna come drinking with us as well." Inside in the house about eleven o'clock, drinking, and the phone rings. The old house phone. 
the house phone when I'm supposed to be sick. <laughs> and it's your man looking for the keys to get to his cameras that we left upstairs. Because they had to go to a hurling match and he went to record <sighs> the hurling match. I was just like, how in the name of God did, did this escalate beyond the point of no return? And uh, <laughs> so like, to going back, like your man had a reason not to like me. Oh yeah, yeah. And the amazing thing was then, whenever the next day I was in his class, he was like, he like made a show of me in front of the rest of the class. He was like, I know that you went Dawson that day. And like Ferris Bueller, I was just like, don't know what you're talking about. Just denied it point blank. Wasn't me. And one of the lads came up to me after. He was like, you did go Dawson though, didn't you? And I was like, um, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. He was like, man, I fucking, I believed you inside. Like, I was like, really? Oh man, that's such a relief to hear. I was like, um, so yeah, Fortier was kind of a funny one in terms of like, just like my experience of it because I, I seem to get tired rightly and wrongly with the with a different sort of mm, mm. thing. You know, I was like the bad boy, but I was never that. That's like you were a really good student. Like you were yeah. a good, obeyed the law, the whole shebang and this teacher just not. I think as well what influenced him was uh, John was brilliant at maths. I wouldn't be naturally good at maths right. and I was struggling to do um, honours. Right, right. And like, right. he was just like, this isn't, you're not capable of this like Go away, right. and I, I probably wasn't like, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I think that was an influence as well like if I had been some sort of a, a Stephen Hawking at maths mm, he would different, have been like here different, different story. We'll, we'll let him off with the odd uh, the odd infraction or two yeah yeah that's very true actually yeah yeah um, um, so yeah good uh, fortunately again I, let's go back to what I was saying earlier on is yeah that was that was my kind of yeah pivotal point within within Clemens is that is that year is that year fourth year I think yeah really so yeah it was a good it was good times yeah it was a good start of good times I think um yeah fifth year and sixth year were pretty so I think the good thing about fourth year was like it was uh I know it was called the transition year but it was like foot off the gas yeah relax yeah you know the next two years are going to be annoyingly focused yeah, yeah exactly. and annoyingly pressurized and stressful because of that pressure and that expectation from everybody and yourself it's making for sure was just like chill the fuck yeah, out make the most of this time and have a crack and yeah and that's like even at that stage that's when we started um that's when we started bush drinking and stuff like yeah yeah how yeah. fun in terms of like the spectrum of drinking bush drinking is yeah. up there when you're yeah. when you're a kid and you're bush drinking. So bold. Like, he was like... So bold. He <laughs> was just like, oh my God, we're drinking here at one o'clock in the day. We're going to get Crazy. killed if we get caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the we, used, we used to drink early mm. and then we'd go home that night. Mm. Yeah. Like, we'd drink for maybe four hours. Yeah. Be drunk for another four hours. We'd probably, probably drink for an hour because we'd only have... Yes. We'd only have... Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking like a night out. No, no we no. used to just drink as much as we could as very, fast, very quickly. Fast yeah, as yeah. possible and then be drunk for four or five hours and uh, yeah, maybe have a bit of food and a bit of spray and a bit of this yeah, and a bit yeah, of that yeah. and then yeah, put on the face and go home and have dinner. Yeah, that's so crazy. Um, but yeah, it was. It was very uh, fun and like for the most part it was harmless. It was. Yeah. You could never, you could never condone it. To level you one. just couldn't you couldn't go that that was acceptable behaviour but it was like it was growing up as well but to the level that we were doing it as well like yeah do you know like again like exactly what you said I wouldn't like to see if I ever had a son or a daughter in the future I wouldn't be like oh god 15, 16 that's way too into drinking but <clears throat> do you know like if you could see how we did it not saying we were all responsible and I'm not saying it like that but, but, you know, but the two of us were different as well in how alcohol affected us like yeah, yeah, yeah. I went mad on it yeah yeah I've kind of forgotten that do you know I went wild on yeah. it not not angry but like it affected me and mm. I drink a lot mm. whereas you never had that uh, 
that relationship with it growing up. You just never did. No, I never used to knock back the volume that you did. No way, yeah. like, no, no way. Like, so yeah, that was a bit, you know, yeah, for, yeah, to look at a 15, 16 year old doing it now at this stage, like, oh, Jesus, like, what are you doing? Like, that's, mm. you'd be concerned there, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, we were late developers, late starters with the drink in comparison to other kids. Do you know what I mean? Most, a lot of kids would, not a lot, not most kids, a lot of kids that we knew anyway. Mm would have started drinking at 12, 13. The line went from around my own area. They were 12 or 13. We didn't start drinking until we were 16. Yeah. That was kind of late compared to other people anyway. But That's they, true, yeah. And they were like drinking the whole time. So we were, that's when we were responsible to drinking. And that's in that. It's all in comparison to somebody else yes, as well. Yes, of course, because there was other lads in there like, you yeah, were drinking at 16. I know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a good, yeah, it's a good point. Um, great times though, yeah. Such a, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Um, Bacardi Breezer was our first few drinks, I remember. We got drunk enough uh, myself and yeah, yeah. Was it not like Blue Shark? Pink Shark? Well, I, think, I remember specifically mine was Picardy Orange as well. Like a really? Picardy Breeze or Orange. Having about four of them and falling around on top of rocks inside in the bushes. <laughs> it's a blast from the past. Like. Mm, mm, certainly was. Um, do you remember the time uh, we stayed over in your house? Myself, you and maybe two of the other lads. Mm. And we were smoking cigarettes inside in your room. Mm. Ridiculous, yeah. And your mother clearly knew we were smoking cigarettes. Yeah, trying to smoke them out the window or something, but yeah, yeah. And to <laughs> what was your line to kind of? She was like, she wanted to open the door and she, go like, what's going on? She knocked on the door to come in, and I like ran to the door. I was like, no, don't come in, ma'am. Lads, put on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> and there was just this silence. There was no one with the pants off. <laughs> yeah, we all just looked at each other. We were just like, why did that come to mind? And we just, she was like. Okay, I'm gonna go in. Now. this is a bit. What are you doing? Like, it worked. It worked a charm. Yeah. It absolutely worked a charm. One of the main reasons, as well, I wanted to do this night is, uh, it kind of gave me a chance to to reminisce and think about some of the most hilarious stories of our teenage years. Like, um. Like before we started recording, I just quickly jotted down a few bullet points and I want to throw okay. a phrase at you mm-hmm. and just see what, what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what comes to mind when uh, I say too many history classes? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. It just sums up how much of a joke of some of the things, how some of the things were structured in that school. So... We cleverly, at the age of around 16, found a little loophole in their system of um, of uh, picking your uh, what you wanted to do in fifth and sixth year. Mm. Oh, God, yeah. So basically, we were given options. You either pick geography or business, pick history or... But literally a piece of paper. What's, yeah, yeah. You have to tick boxes to tick on box, a piece of paper. Tick boxes on a piece of paper. And so we picked all our options initially. So X amount of us picked history. Yourself, me, whatever. If a lot of us picked history, you know, so we'll do history. That's grand. So they done, that was done and dusted. But then, maybe a week into after that, they said, actually, anyone who doesn't want to do French can do history instead. They were very specific about it. Right. Whoever doesn't want to do French can do history. You can actually drop French and pick up history. So there's you, me, and about four or five other lads were like, right. <laughs> So yeah, we are, we are, we don't want to do we don't want to do French yet. Yeah, we want to do history instead, right? Well, this is your special little class. So when French is on, you do your history, like amazing. I dropped French much later than ye. Did you? Yes. Did you come into the class that class a bit later than that history class? Much later, later much later. And the flaw in the system is what about <laughs> the lads who uh, 
who've picked history originally. <laughs> so what's going on there? So basically it ended up we were doing 10 history classes a week, two a day. Two classes of history a day, every day, five days a week. <laughs> and f- another funny element. For, for how many years? That's it. That was the funniest element. So that was the start of fifth year. We went through the whole of fifth year. No teacher, including the teacher who was teaching us cops. Twice. Twice. Like, he was like, no, I'm not going to question this. I'm just going to go with this. <laughs> Do you know, no principal, no one copped it until we were well into sixth year. Could uh, Nigel Condon, Kevin Darty, and X, Y and Z, about four of the lads, could you please come to the principal's office? <laughs> And a foley, or the, the principal there, he's, you know, it's, he's not keen on this because that does not reflect well on them, like, how yeah. they've set this up. So he's there, like... I th- man, I think it was within 10 weeks of the leaving cert. It could have been. I think, I think it, 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 was, it, was, it was deep in the game. It was deep into sixth year. You're right, that, that is correct. And he goes to us, am I under the belief that you're doing two history classes a day? Wait, no. How many subjects are you doing in total? And he looks at me and I'm like, six. You're doing six subjects. The minimum required. There's people around the country doing nine subjects and you're doing six. If you fail one of them, you fail the leaving cert. Like, so he's going on to the next person. Yeah, I'm doing six. And you were, you had some bit of a, you were, you were doing your seven. I did ag science or something. Outside of school. Outside yeah. of school in your own terms. So that was your seven subjects. But it was standard to do seven subjects. Yeah. And, we were doing six. <laughs> and he was just baffled and just like, there's nothing he could do about it. You can't start pick up French now all of a sudden and do French. I haven't done it for the last year and a half. I think he might have even said, like, you know, what are you planning to do after? Are you planning to go to university or whatever? And everybody was like, eh. That was It was me, you. You were, you were the only good person in that, out of that group. Like, the rest of us were had no interest in school at that stage. Like, we didn't. We had no interest in school. Like, But I think that, again, I, I might be bad about that, that, that school in particular. There were some great times. And there was some great quality teachers. But, Jesus, I think that really sums a few that things was, up. Like, that was the slip between the cracks. What are and he just, he just said, like... Just go back to class. Just yeah. head in his hands, like yeah. There's nothing he could do, but that, like, if that got out, maybe that could have been something against. You know, he wouldn't have reflected. It wouldn't have looked good in him, like without oh, no, like, no. So He must have been worried in that sense, and that was ridiculous. That was amazing, like yeah. yeah. Like I, I was telling people about that, and they were just shocking their face. Just the teacher that was teaching us, and <laughs> like, again, a good, a decent, good man, like. But the fact that he didn't like didn't call any attention to it. Like obviously, he knew we were there twice a day, but he didn't think to question us. He loved chaos. <laughs> he was just like, I'm going to see what happens here. You'd stroll in like seven, eight, nine, ten minutes late to every class consistently. Yeah, He'd yeah. Always yeah. coming in. Sure, you were getting, you were getting another full class. You were getting at least a <laughs> class and a half compared to everybody else. A one in history, bud. Yeah, yeah. I did pass. <laughs> ten history classes a week, I and did, you did pass. I did pass. I had no interest in school, and I got an A one. Oh, what did you, you did pretty good in the honours, didn't you? If you can, uh, can you remember? I probably got a high B, maybe. You did, like, like English and history were the subjects that always yeah. fascinated me. Mm. Like history fascinated me. Mm. I loved it. I loved, mm. I loved the idea of learning about things. And I was like, man, like, like something like World War Two. I was like, there are people still alive that went through this. This isn't a fairy tale. Or like looking back at um, like the revolutionary times in Ireland, and I was like. That was like a century ago leading up to it. I was like, I cannot believe that our grandparents or our great grandparents were part of what we're reading. And what we were reading was such a such a fairy tale or such a such a narrative, such a grand narrative. And I suppose as well, because I was obsessed with cinema, I was like, this is incredible. It's like a really, real interesting story. Mm. It was incredible. No, it, it was it was. I remember I knew very little about Irish history mm. in particular until in last two years doing all that history classes um, yeah it was amazing it was great to learn yeah. and again yeah a lot of our previous history was geared towards 
older stuff, wasn't it? Like it was like the pyramid times and and stuff. I can remember kind of mm. like even in June sort of years, it was all about the Celtic whatever Roman like, Empire. Roman Empire, yes, yes. And then there was some. I think there was some mythology as well. Yeah, I think. was there or maybe right? that was something to do with religion as well. Yeah, but again, so that's a good, really good point. What you're saying, there, yeah, it was a bit more recent and it was yeah a bit more yeah connected to us as I said, grandfathers and so on. Yeah. Um, cool. what comes to mind oh, yeah. when I say sixth year photo? Uh, sixth. Oh yeah. Oh, sixth year photo. Um, oh, I think this is a prime example. Of mob mentality, anyway. How that's so true. It's 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 a prime example. It was just <laughs> oh my god. Like first thing to say to it anyway is um we'll give you yeah, the backstory to it was uh the school had hired uh, a guy to come in and take the sixth year photo, and we were particularly wild in sixth year at that stage. We we're exceptionally giddy and excited that we're coming to the end of it. We're kind of. Yeah. We're kind of getting looser and looser and looser. And there was nobody ahead of us, so we were the big dogs. Yes, we exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, we were the big dogs. We were school. top of the food chain at that yes, stage. Yes, yes. So yeah, we could. We so controlled. a lot more, a lot more self confidence, a lot more self arrogance. Yes, yes, yes. And so yeah, so the school stupidly left that man alone with us, with the <laughs> sixty to seventy oh, of us. Was it out in the yard? Out in the backyard, away from the school, hidden like. Yes. And he was a he was a passive dude, we'll say. He was a reasonably pa- very very passive, introverted, nice photographer. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Seventy of us, wild, hyped to the neck, trying to get us to, to 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 just stand there still and take the photo. It took him way over an hour to get that photo. Like yeah. we were climbing into his car, opening the. <laughs> I remember being un- I remember climbing into his car and he had a load of stuff in the car and I buried myself underneath the car saying, Do you know, I'm gonna drive I'm gonna wait for him to get into the car and we're gonna drive off in the car like how hilarious is this gonna be? Like, you know. Um oh man, I forget some of the stuff we did to him. Like we dinged a lot of things to him, like we were robbing his he'd like obviously kind of tools to take the pictures like, like, like looking, tripods yeah, and stuff. We'd yeah, take he'd, the tripods he'd come over and he'd be like he'd be like, Lads, will you will you bunch together there, yeah. blah 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 and he'd turn around and be like where the fuck is my tripod? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing it. Losing it. Never having to deal with adolescent oh, young fellas. God. When did tripod... Looking back, we put him through a lot of stress that day. See, that's it. Yeah. But every everything at that age is like, it's very, it's very hard to look at what you're doing at the time and go, man, I don't think we should do this. Especially in that mob mentality. We were all showing off amongst each other. Like, who, every, can, be, who can be the maddest? Who can do the maddest thing to this Everybody dude? wanted to outdo everybody else. Yes, yes. And I was very... In the middle of that, like I was always. Did the principal come down? So, so that, to, yeah, I, I had that talk. So again, that principal, who at the time didn't particularly like us, and he would have been yeah, always we giving out. Get, to we us. were getting to the point where I was just sick of us. Like he, he was sick of us. He was always giving out to us, very just really strict with us. And I remember mm. this vividly, Kev, when he came down, and he knew what was going on, and he came down with a smirk on his face. He just went, "Oh, he dared destroy this man here." Like I remember that he had a bit of a smirk to say. Well, yeah, this must be reckless leaving these lads with this lad. Yeah, that poor it's man, like, like it's like it's not just me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just oh, I remember that. I remember that little smirk he had. I'd say as well. I'd say as well. One thought. I'd say as well. One thought that was going through his head is people always think teaching soft job. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he was like yeah, yeah. somebody who doesn't experience, especially young boys at that age, and the madness of trying to control us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'd say he was like, brilliant. Somebody outside of the, the teaching world maybe has a little bit more sympathy for our day to day. Because we were, at that stage, yeah. we were 
tough yeah. going. Yeah. Mm. What were you going to say there? That that photo <clears throat> just came into my head there as uh, I remember looking at that photo. If I remember right, the ridiculous kind of person that I was at the time. Oh God, should I be even saying this? Um, in the photo, I've got... <laughs> yes. Yes, I remember it. In I, your hand. No, I put it into my mouth or something. I remember putting it into my mouth. I had... Oh, yeah. So at the time, we were experimenting with a bit of hash at the time. And, <laughs> and uh, we were like thinking it was great. And we were... I, I, I mean, in particular, loved my bit of hash. So I had a bit of hash in school. So we were all hyped up trying to... Your man trying to take the picture. It was really giddy. And I said... I had this ridiculous thought to put a bit of hash in my mouth for the photo. And I remember looking back in that photo years later, do I have it? Like, I remember, was that the photo, the actual time when he, you know, that, that picture that he used that I have it in my mouth? But I had a picture, I took a picture <laughs> with that lump of hash in my mouth, apparently. Like, t- I'm not sure that it was, it was in my mouth. Yeah, I think I'm right in saying that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was just stupid, I know. But, Amazing. And again, know. it's kind of like, now looking back in it, like, we're laughing, but poor guy. The poor guy, because he was stressed. At the but last. at the time, See, like what I'm, what I was trying to do, especially with this conversation, is try and get into the mind that we were in mm. at that stage, and that was the mind. You hit it on the nail. Mob mentality. Mob like. mentality, like yeah. just carnage. Yeah. And everybody won up on each other, and yeah. like he did something mad. I'm gonna do something mad. Yeah. Who can get the was biggest it, laugh? Was it lash and rain as well? No. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know why in my head I have it lash and rain. Maybe it was just like. the chaos of it. Like, <laughs> um, what comes to mind? When I say sticking on our final year in school, sixty-year prank. Oh, the sixty-year prank, yeah, yeah, that was great, actually. Yeah, yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of talk put into it, wasn't there? We were trying to really make our mark, like we'll be remembered for this. Yeah, um, because at this stage as well, we were separated into a separate yard. We weren't allowed to. To, to, to mix with the other school yeah the rest of the school the rest of the school we were too uh, reckless the principal put it to us we were sectioned off into our own private yards so yeah so we were just like caged animals trying to be like how are we gonna how are we gonna annoy the principal like how are we gonna um, and I'm so the idea was well first before I said the idea is that the principal the days were it was our last week and the principal was like right they're gonna do something big they're really gonna try and piss me off here so he came out and goes right I want the whole year in the study hall, I'm going to supervise you. Like a preemptive strike. He was like, yeah. I'm going to get, yeah. I'm going to hit first. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to supervise you. I'm going to mind you. Nothing's going to go on. He pretty much said that like, yeah. he's like, I'm going to supervise you. Nothing's going to happen. Like, so he there said, was a smugness to it as well. Yes. He's like, I have these factor, little factors. Like I'm, you know, I'm in control here. But that day was the day we we're going to do the prank. I think it was a coincidence. So as we're all been marched into the study hall, three or four of the lads they sidestepped and disappeared up a corridor and in the boot of the car, I suppose, they had a box of about, I don't know, 30, 40 frogs that they collected uh, from one of the lads' houses. He had a little swamp next to him or whatever. So they collected about 30 or 40 swamp, uh, sorry, frogs. Mm. And so they disappeared from the crowd. We all went to the study hall. I think we were all being led into the study hall, wasn't it? Yeah. And they go up to the third floor get the box of frogs and just let them loose. But I think I, if I remember right, I wanted to go up and follow them up and see how they were getting on. So I run up one side of the one stairs and start legging it down the hall. I'm like, where are the lads? Where are the lads? Where are you the lads? You love being in the thick of things, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wanted to, I was just, yeah, yeah. I was very on the periphery. Yeah. So I wanted to see what's going on, where are the lads? Are they, are they going to do the frog thing? Have they done it yet? And so on. I'm racing down the hall with full pelt and uh, I literally 
If I remember right, I think I think I stood in a frog, or <laughs> or, or or nearly stood in it, or kind of had to jump at the last second over, it, and it was just frogs. Everyone was like, "Oh my god." He's going to go mad. The principal, oh shit, is this a bit much? Frogs everywhere inside. In the How many floor. frogs do you reckon? Like? I'm going to say 30 or 40. There was. It was a collection it's of that's, them. Like. That's biblical levels. So I run down the tree flight of stairs going, oh God, oh God. I was nervous that stage. Like, this is big. Like, cause I know it's only frogs, but at the same time, like, this principal is going to kick off big time. Like, he's going to expel a load of people for this. I go into the study hall, sit down, and uh, we're all there. I'm like, oh God, oh God. And you couldn't have wrote it. Five minutes had passed. The frogs, some of them, had made their way down the tree flight of stairs. You actually couldn't write it. And someone passing the hall door, swung the door open. Just the one coming in there, they swung it open, and a frog jumps in. When that door swings open, it has to swing back and close, and he just jumps in before it closes. And one comes in, and a few of us spot the frog. And the principal's there, all smug. I have these feckers. Nothing's going to go wrong. And the frog just has getting closer and closer to the centre of the room where the principal was. And eventually, yeah, he notices it. He didn't kick off screaming. He was just somewhat, I don't know. The face. Just, just it was like he couldn't. Demoralised. But, but as well, there was like a, there was like a bewilderment first. Yes, it that's was like, the word. It was like, how is there a frog in the study hall? But they're all the lads are here. Yeah. And then it was nearly like acceptance of... They got me. They got me. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. Did, Did he send us all home that day? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like a few I thought he sent everybody home, so everybody was like, "Well, we didn't really get punished because everybody got punished." That could be. Yes, that that rings. I remember people saying that. Sorry, I remember people saying that. Yeah, yeah. I I do remember saying that. Yeah, that that how we punished her were all sent home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That week, a few lads got expelled. They, they, they wanted to graduate, wasn't it? They wanted That's to, true. They had to sit at the back of the church yeah, for the graduation yeah, yeah. with their parents because mm. they spray painted a toilet or two and a few windows with black. Yeah, no, they they went too far. They went to the rampage. Thank God we wanted to make it easy. Been with them that That's day. true. Like, we That's very true. Different parts of school at the day, like. Uh, I, but like, but like going back to that, like that feeling when we all got left out, it was nearly like a. a like a dilution of responsibility or something. Mm, Nobody mm, felt fully responsible, mm, even though everybody was kind of in it. Mm, yeah, we all knew it was going to happen and what, was, what the plan was mm. and so on. Yeah, yeah. That was meant. That, that was great. That was great. Um, here's one that I just thought of, and I don't know if you'll remember the context. Okay. Okay. Snapper raffles. <laughs> one of the best teachers ever. A, a, an amazing dude. Or uh or business teacher in fifth and sixth year, wasn't this? Yeah. Um, a good guy. I think you you talk about him there, man, because you, 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 you... Yeah, so, like, uh, our business teacher, a really, really nice guy, but, like, very obsessed with the military. <laughs> and, like, he used to... He used to love, like, the order of everything. And, like, he'd have people basically marching around the yard sometimes when he was in charge of them. Mm. And... The jungle out there... <laughs> I, I see I wasn't in the class as well when this happened but somebody told me that uh, he once described the junior cert like storming the beach as a normal <laughs> he used he used that analogy and all these like 14 year old lads were just looking at him going <gasps> what <laughs> you're you're teaching us I'm not fucking teaching you I'm leading you he was a good man he was he was he, he was, was a really nice guy he was a really nice man but uh the, the reason I brought up sniper rifles is me and you had done uh, the summer in the FCA and we were talking a little bit about it. 
and just just between ourselves inside in class and he must have heard that we were talking about it yeah and uh <clears throat> we were just talking about like our experience and stuff like that and he just kind of interrupted like he couldn't help himself couldn't help himself <laughs> and he just said uh and uh did the snappers use a uh, high powered snapper raffles and the two of us just looked at each other and just couldn't not laugh. Like just, I remember tears in my eyes trying to answer. I was like, ah, like unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Mm, a1 in his class as well. Um, class business. <laughs> like, like eccentric, but a good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely eccentric. Uh, what a character. Um, I mm. saw him about a year ago. Um, yeah, yeah, hasn't changed a bit. <laughs> Since sounded that, you know, real ridiculous. Yeah, but he's a good man, good man. Um, what comes to mind when I say after school study? Um, yeah, he did a bit of that, didn't he? That was my only time I did a bit of homework and stuff. Was uh, was after school study? Uh, we did a lot of it in fifth and sixth year. Oh, the, oh, I think I know where you're going with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking. Oh God, this just yeah. So, so like maybe in fifth year, I'm gonna say it was in fifth year. Could have been sixth year, but I can say it was fifth year. I lost complete interest in school. <laughs> um, I was contemplating leaving school. I remember saying, "Were you?" I remember that. I remember like a lot of lads was hanging around with um, back at home. A lot of them had dropped out and started doing trades. I was like, "Yeah, I'm going. I'm dropping out. I'm going to do a trade." I was saying it to my mother. I was like, "I'm dropping out. I'm going to do a trade." So I, been, I completely lost interest in school, and I was a bit ridiculous in general with money as well. So, uh, so after school study cost whatever. I'm gonna say it was eighty quid or something. Mother gives me the eighty quid and ridiculous night spends that eighty quid and whatever. Doesn't pay for the after school study. So it became a daily thing where everyone goes to after school study after school, obviously. And Nigel would just go into DOS and have to stand <laughs> and wait around because his dad wasn't due to collect him until half five. She had to keep the story going straight. And then I got caught for it because. One of the younger lads said it to the teacher who was doing an after school study session. She was minding me and one of the younger lads said it um, to her. But he wasn't like ratting on me in a sense. He was just telling her, oh, this lad. And he didn't think she'd take it that way. Like, And she freaked out, told the principal immediately. Could Nigel Condon please come to the principal's office the next day? I was like, oh, here we go. Like, and of course, I told a massive lie how... I actually, uh, I actually lost that money or I got robbed. Sorry, that's what it is. Yeah, I, I, got, I was down in the park with, with Kevin. And uh, Mr. Mr. Principal and uh, I got robbed by scumbag. That part of the story definitely made sense anyway. <laughs> yeah, because that's what I was... So we're constantly together. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you look at any of the old photos, like we're in proximity to each other, a shocking amount. Like. No, I remember you said it to me, we were watching a video at the end of maybe Fortier and you kind of turned around to me and goes, Nigel, any clip in that vi- in, throughout that entire year, if you see me, you're next to me. Or vice versa, whatever. Like we're, just, we're constantly next to each other. But yeah, th- anyway, that story anyway, that after school study, I spent the money... Got caught for it, but lied my way out of it and told the principal that a scumbag had robbed me and you can't tell my parents because my parents will kill me. Um, so they took pity on me and allowed me to go into this after school study. And that's why when the, the day of the, the flight of the frogs, he drew attention to... No, that was, yeah, so you're right. It was when we were throwing the bottles at the kids. Oh, sorry. Yes, we yes, all got yes, summoned yes. up and then he stood me up and we looked after you, Nigel, a few months back. Yes. And you said to me straight after, he goes, Nigel, if that was, if you were telling the truth about that incident where that... Yeah. If, if I was... So I played the story to him that, 
oh I got money robbed off me I can't tell my parents my dad will kill me I know I said I was like oh my dad I said, I'd say anything when I'm desperate like I was like oh my dad will kill me if, if, you know and this and that and so he, he stood me up in the class and months later you came to us and we looked after you when you were whatever yeah. this and that and you were saying like if that was true you could have pulled him on that because he drew attention to yeah, something yeah, serious yeah. that they thought was serious like, and he drew attention I was to like Nigel man if you weren't a chronic liar <laughs> <laughs> do you know what that, just to finish off that after school study as well I was so ridiculous at the time if I remember right that was around the time where I completely forgot about that I think I was trying to get out of the hole of spending the money and I wanted to get the money together to pay for after school study I think something like that mm. and I conjured up a plan in my head of course you did to to buy TN runners <laughs> oh do you remember when the TNs so there was TN run, runners were kind of scum Maggie runners I think but we all yeah. liked them or something so I could get them from like in Raheen, like yeah, there was like a shipment for some reason. Just a shipment of TNs just became available. There was like one lad in, in, in Raheen selling them for fifty euros. I was like, oh, I'll buy them for fifty euros. I'll buy ten pairs and I'll sell ten of them <laughs> at sixty euros and make a hundred euros. Perfect. That will work. I love the way like your entrepreneurial mind turns on when it's crime. Yeah, <laughs> when, I, when I'm desperate and I've, yeah, when I'm yeah in a hole and just I. Try to conjure up a lot of customers before I buy them. So I'm going around to all the lads in there. Will you buy TNs? Create demand. So they're like, yeah, we'll buy them. Nice. Yeah, definitely. What size? You take them all the size. Organise the whole thing. And I go to one of the lads in, in Raheen. I was like, well, man, can I buy 10 pairs off? He's like, no, you can't. <laughs> you actually did this? Yeah, I was like, I was, I was trying to buy them. Like, <laughs> and your man, like, he's, he's a no, you know, that, that fella. He's like, he's selling them. And I was like, he's like, I'm not selling you 10 pairs. No, like, I, for what, I had some reason. for he's, I'm not selling you 10 pairs. So I call in sick to work the next day because I was like, I never went, I was never sick in school. Like I ended up call, or I call in sick. I just faked being sick and wouldn't go to school because I couldn't face everyone not having the shoes because I've told them all, I've got shoes and bring them in. I had no shoes for them. So such That's a ridiculous holes I get myself into. Like, Was there another time as well with Hash? Oh, the ridiculous story with me and Hash. Yeah. So a young lad, and this is the truth, like what happened to it because like, there was a lot of lies mixed into it at the time but this, the, the exact truth was that a younger lad who we were friends with, he was like friends with one of the lads, he was from the same area, but we knew him well, a nice lad. He gave me 25 euros for a quarter hash. I was like, I'll get a few no bother, because <clears> I could. Got the hash for him, and then a local scumbag within Raheen took it off me, basically. Well, I think I had, I don't know, dropped it around us, and he'd picked it up on this line. Mm. I don't have it, and I knew he had it, like. Mm. So that 25 euros was a lot then, like, you know, at the age of 16. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was probably bad with money at the time, anyway, so I was no way I was getting it together. So I came in and told him that I got arrested, though. I wouldn't, Tell him that the scumbag took it off me for some reason. This younger lad, I wouldn't tell him. Yeah, and so I, I remember talking to you afterwards. I was like, why didn't you just tell the truth? Like, yeah, The truth would have been easier than the lie. I dug myself into a big hole. I was like, oh, I got arrested. And then I added like a story to where I got whipped or something. And then, what? So I told them like, I got arrested. And I was yeah, man, I was strip searched and everything, man. Yeah, and they were fucking, they were bad to us and everything inside. Like, they killed us. Like, you know, so they're making them feel sorry for me. It's like, Jesus, man. And then... I went to told one or two people and instead of spreading I was like oh no, I have to put a halt to this like I could, this is starting to spread like that I was like yeah, being ripped yeah. with a towel or something and I can get stopped at the end free Nigel Condon yeah I think he, he found out the truth in the end or whatever like but that genuinely happened a little scope talking off me um, just uh, I want to segue into something else but uh, like the contrast between the two of us when it came to something like honesty yeah I yeah. couldn't lie yeah. like I remember once once going down to the local shop and I paid for a pack of sweets and I tried to take two and your man said 
oh, you only paid for one. And I said, okay. Walked outside the shop. And you looked at me. You were like, Kevin, are you all right? I had gone white like a ghost walking up the road. I, like, my conscience was so <laughs> overbearing on me. You were always like that from a kid, man. You were very good that way. You were very good. I remember <clears> that. I remember, yeah, trying to, like, give you a pound or something. Probably rob two pounds from somewhere and try to give you a pound. And you said to me, like, was it weeks or months or years later? You said, like, how broke up you are from taking that pound off me. Really? You were super paranoid about being at... You remember saying to me, like, being at home petrified because you were taking that and you knew that I'd taken that somewhere to see literally. This is when we were younger, so... Yeah, that was, like, when we were 11 or 12. Yeah. I gave you the pound and, yeah, it, you were torn, a torn little boy because That's it was, mad, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So that just shows how good you are. Obviously, it's great and so on. And, yeah, I was a bit reckless that way. But, like, you're obviously, like... Uh, you're a very good-natured dude. Mm. You just had um, you had a different way of looking at uh, nearly morality at the time. You kind of you could you could nearly justify what you were doing to a certain extent to mm. yourself. Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't have done it. George, if you looked at an eleven-year-old kid doing that mm. now, you'd be kind of concerned for that kid, wouldn't you? Uh, <laughs> you'd be some warning signs there, wouldn't a you? A little bit, yeah. You'd be like, right, this kid is a. <laughs> um, but you'd look at me and go, he'd probably fall under question. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. The narc over there. <laughs> um, j- just because you mentioned, uh, like kind of money issues, the one thing that just absolutely sparked in my mind: organizing oxygen buses. Oh God! Like, whose idea it was to leave me organized the oxygen bus? <laughs> like, it was your my idea, but. I seem to have run with it and, oh God, the whole I got into myself from that. I think it might have been my vision, but I let you execute. So me and Kev said, we were kind of entrepreneurs at the time. We'd always be like, uh, we'd all, always organise a drink for the group and we'd always like charge them a bit extra. Yeah, yeah, we, all, we always used to have free. that little bit of like skimming things off the top yeah. in a moral way. Yeah. There was no like, here lads, we're, yeah. we're doing this, we're getting a little bit. There was no dubiousness or duplicity about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So we said let's 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 go to Oxygen or seven if I remember right and uh, yeah we said do you know what Kev there's a big group of us going oh six and oh seven no so you went oh six I didn't I think or I didn't go oh six and I went oh okay, seven okay. I, I definitely went oh seven was my first one yeah yeah so we said uh, Jesus there's a lot of us going why not why not organize a bus and even do you know what Kev we'll, we'll make a bit of money off this we we we'll uh, we'll obviously charge a bit extra and make a few a few extra pound so book a bus. Get the numbers and I start collecting all the money. I start collecting all the money <laughs> at the age of 17, 18 and I'm reckless with money and I spend a hefty portion of that money. I must have spent half the fucking bus money. I said the bus was eight, nine hundred euros and I'd spent half of it. And at that age, that was a lot of money to be in the hole like where I'm short money, the date is approaching where am I getting this money? <laughs> now, I did skim it all together. I think I, I was working... It was like we'd finished or leaving cert and it was a few weeks of working before oxygen. So I was working and I scraped the money together. It was super stressing the day. I think it was short. On the, on the day you were short. Because on the day and, I was... And sh- I, I don't even think we fully paid your man. We didn't fully pay your man. No, but, yeah. but, but I was paranoid thinking, oh, I'm fucked. What am I going to do? I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. And he just didn't count how many people were on the yeah. bus. We were probably short about four or five people, which was about 100 euros, like, or if not more. And just never got... Yeah. Do you remember how um, suggestible the bus driver was? We were all... We were going up to Oxygen. Which way? Left. 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 And he left. pulls off into these country roads and he's driving for a while. I went up to him and I was like, 
do you know where you're going? He was like, you told me to go left. He was foreign, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He was foreign, actually. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, oh man, we're, <laughs> we're just like, we just assumed that you'd know where you're going. Yeah. Um, do you remember how we left Oxygen? Oh, yeah, of course. How can um, we forget? The night, the night before we finished up, you were like, oh, Kev, man, let's drink tonight. I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do that. I think maybe I funneled a couple of cans. I drank two bottles of wine. Yeah. Mm. I woke up under... A pile of tents. A pile of tents. Like literally a pile of tents. Rubbish. Rubbish everywhere. There's actually, there's a picture probably on Bebo or one of those older social media things where there's a picture of the group and in the corner, me just covered in muck. We have to get Kev, sorry, we have to get that picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kev, that'd be a great picture to see. Yeah. We have to try and search that out. I'll find it. Yeah. But I I can actually, I have images of, yeah, you've been in the tent (laughs) It's getting bright. We've been up all night. It gets bright. And yeah, people started jumping on the tent while you were in it. And you just stayed in there, <clears> didn't budge. And the whole tent got flattened. And, like I said, and then we started piling rubbish on top of it. And you were just in there, yeah. And you woke up. And uh, the thing was as well, I woke up. You were like, hey man, the bus is basically here. And I had a bag of rubbish for the weekend. Do you know what? I was responsible <laughs> besides that last night. Good old Kev. Bag of rubbish besides the tent where I was putting everything. And then a bag of like all my clothes and all my stuff that I wanted to take home. Hammered, got up, picked up the bag of rubbish and hopped onto the bus. And I only realised like an hour down the road, I was like, what bag did I pick up, man? You're like, uh, like a black bin bag. I was like, I threw a bag of rubbish onto the bus and went down to Limerick. And I was like, I remember just pondering life at that stage. I was like, where am I? What's going on, man? Oh my God. We wrecked that bus coming back as well. We were destroyed miles. Uh, Actually, um, speaking of buses, uh, do you remember the school bus coming home? There's that. Oh, sorry, sorry, I should have interrupted you. Gone up to Galway on a bus. Um, what happened? The music thing, yeah. Yeah, we went up to some sort of a battle of the bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In uh, in Galway. Yes, yeah, in Galway. Yeah. So again, if you remember when we were saying a while ago about how nice we used to tease the six years and the the older. My peers, I always give them a slag, try and get a bit of a crack off them. But uh, there were some wild lads in them in older years as well. Like, and uh, we're on our way up to Galway, as Kev mentioned there. And I'm having a bit of a go at the lads at the back, if I can remember. But basically, they came up to the front of the bus and dragged me to the back of the bus. <laughs> um, and they jocked me, but jocked me to the point where they ripped my jocks off. Yeah. And it became... The, it was our flag. It was our flag for the day. They hung it out the sunroof of the bus for one stage. Yeah. Gone up the motorway with the old just hang my jocks hanging out of the bus. Oh my god, you remember um so they had the jocks hilarious. I was jockless for the day and so on. Like the next day in school, I walk out to them lads and we're standing there and they're slagging away and we're having a laugh about it. And they're just whatever. And one of the lads, lovely lad, but a bit odd as it was takes my jocks out of his jacket pocket the what? next day yeah I don't know his name but I won't say it obviously that lad the next day took my jocks out of his jacket and held them up and even the lads that were with him his other friends were like oh my god and what the fuck like <laughs> I swear I shit you not he took the jocks out of his pocket absolutely yeah yeah 
Oh man, yeah. it's hilarious as well because from his perspective, he was like, "This is going to be hilarious." Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. "You don't know if something's going to be funny till you do yeah, it or say it." It's just straight weird. Yeah, <laughs> it was just straight weird. And yeah, just to go back, like, yeah, it seems like I was being bullied there now as well. But I don't think I, I, I don't. My perception, I wasn't being bullied though. Like, I did get jacked and stuff, but it was all a crack. Yeah, I think there was an event. Yeah, I, th- I think with anything like that, and I can only like I can only nearly look at your situation. Mm-hmm. It, it, like it's. It's the intent. Exactly. It's it's how it made you feel. Yeah. And it's nearly how complicit were you in what was going on. Yeah. Like there was an element of attention to it as well. Like, yeah, was, yeah, and yeah. Was, that's why I was probably enjoying it as well because at a young age... Because like, like, there was sometimes you're like, okay, that was a bit too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the most part, you, you knew that it was all... In good fun Yeah 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 The yeah. maliciousness wasn't there Yeah And some of the more lads Were some great friends in yeah, yeah, in yeah. life Like and so on Like they always looked out for me And took care of me And so on <laughs> um, yeah. Okay Another one It's all about me Okay was any funny way <laughs> uh, I think I have maybe one That comes to mind for me But it's I, I find it harder To think of stories Of me Right right uh, Yeah Just off the top of my head But you know I can remember Other funny ones Yeah I'm pretty uh, self as well too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Um what comes to mind when I say Fight Club? Ah, Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> um, you would never get away with this in this day and age. I can tell you that right now. Uh, again, fourth year, if I remember right. Let's be uh, sensitive about the details with this one. I'm telling the full story, but <laughs> um, we won't give names or nothing. Uh, so, in fourth year, <clears throat> uh, in gym, uh, we had changing rooms. And they were old changing rooms, if I remember right. They were like stone ground, kind of stone tiled ground, and just a little bench around the square, little room. And we got the idea. We were, I think we had like a gym inside in the gym. Sorry, we had uh, an exercise area inside in the gym. We had a boxing bag and stuff. We're kind of getting into boxing and stuff. We're like, let's put on some box gloves and let's have some fights ourselves. But the ridiculousness of us is that the teacher, PE teacher, was like, yeah, let's let let's. That's, he got behind it and went with us. So he go, he go like, let, let's do it in the changing rooms. We'll get mats for the changing rooms and we can lock the door as well. <laughs> there was a bolt in the door and like, we'd lock it. We'd all sit around in the square room on the bench and we'd square off and put on the gloves and box the heads off each other and the principal, or sorry, not the principal, the, the PE teacher would sit there and watch. And we loved it and it went on for weeks and weeks where we'd organise fights. Right, Kev, you, me, next week. And we'd fully let her, we'd kill each other. Like, yeah. where it wasn't just boxing where we were allowed to like pick each other up. It was, it was early around. MMA. It was, exactly. That's, yeah, it was, it was MMA. Like, exactly. Untrained, unsupervised MMA. So me, my, uh, my, me, my temper, uh, there was one stronger lad, really super freakishly yes. strong. And so there was no fair fight for him. So we were like, right, me and another skinny kind of lad will fight you. And uh, he was like, yeah, let's go for it. So we're fighting us, and he's kind of getting the better of us. I think he had the two of us in the headlock at one stage on the ground for a while. I uh, kind of scream out, or kind of wiggle my way out of the, 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 the headlock. And kind of step up, and I'm a few feet back from him. And then I just run at him and dive with my knee into the side of his knees. Oof. The print, or the, the, the PE teacher was like, stop. <laughs> that's, when, like, that's when he called time. He was like, he gave out shit to me. He's like, you could have broke his ribs. Like, what are you doing? Like, you lunatic. Like, And again, there was no... Vicious intent where I was like, you wanker, but I was roiled up from the fight, though. Yeah. It was not at him. It, it was, was it was heat of the moment. Yeah, but again, yeah, it was heat of the moment, but I wasn't roiled at 
I was like, oh, that wanker, I'm going to knee him and hurt yeah. him. It was more just, ah, let's throw him in the fight yeah. in the moment. You understood like, the context of what you were doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah. know what, the intent, the intent wasn't to hurt him personally, it was just, yeah. you were in this nearly fight Exa- frenzy. Exactly. But just to go back, uh, like, how ridiculous is that? Like, would you get away with that? Like, imagine now in this day and age, in the, in the environment that we're in, that two 16-year-old lads can go in and box the head off each other inside the school. What if one of them came home with a broken nose, like, the school would be screwed with claims and whatnot. Like you'd yeah. never get away with it. Like oh, yeah. you'd be oh my god. We didn't think anything of it. Look. No. Even like when we no. were we we brought it up a while ago. You brought it up and I was like, what? I didn't even remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember bringing it up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Such a great time. Yeah. Um. So then that kind of leads us on to the leave insert and sixth year, and uh, a period of uncertainty, change. Mm-hmm. Maybe a fear of what was to come. Yeah, you were at the point where you were the big fish, mm-hmm. but then it was like, okay, now we're we're dumping you into the ocean of life, mm. and what comes next? Mm-hmm. It's strange. Like I'd I'd love to I'd love to go back to to what our conversations were like at that time. Yeah, because again, it's it's very very it's twelve years ago. Exactly. Yeah, it's very very hard to get into the. The, the, the mindset, mindset of a 17, 18 year old in an all boys school for six years mm. where you felt so comfortable. Yeah. It was such a comfortable, cool place to be. Mm. Mm. And all your friends around you, friends who you thought, these are going to be my like, circle for life. life these yeah. are life friends. Like. Yeah, yeah. Um, Like even if you think about it now, it's probably 60 in our year maybe, 60-ish. Very small, yeah. Um, How many would you see on a monthly basis now? On a monthly basis? <clears throat> from that <clears throat> from that year? One. It's, it's just you. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I'm, not, I'm right in saying that, aren't I? Yeah, and I'd be the same. The same, wouldn't you? I'd yeah. be friends with one or two. Yeah. One one in particular comes to mind. Yes, yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, besides that, isn't that crazy? It's, yeah, yeah. And again, exactly what you said there, <clears throat> like, you wouldn't say that in sixth year, like, this is how it's going to be. None of us like, yeah. really thought that. It's crazy how much, um, like friendship, maybe, maybe, uh, like we can only look at it from the con- Yeah, we can only, but we can only look at it nearly at the context of like lads, like lads' friendships, their friendships of geography, their friendships of proximity, and you make your really good friends young. And lads just, they do, as they go through life, find it harder and harder to form closer bonds with, mm. with new people. Mm. But like at that time, you're like, these are my friends for life. Mm. But then once you're not exposed to them, like imagine you were seeing people five days a week. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. No, no, not at all. Yeah, it's a really <clears> good point, Kev, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy how much it changed. Uh, it's crazy as well, like how we have stayed friends. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's twelve not not crazy in that in that mm, sense, mm. but it's twelve years later, and we talk to each other more days than we don't. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ, <clears> yeah, we always talk to each other. Yeah, <clears> yeah. But you, that that's it. Like, yeah, like will that will that happen to us? Will we ever fade away and not be? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I think we've rolled out this far now. Like I'd say, we will stick to each other. I think. I think uh, so. I think we're so. smoking our um, pipes in our seventy or eighty, sitting down. <laughs> Relaxing um, after the two prostitutes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were to try and get into your mind at that age, like what were your thoughts at that time? 
of the of the upcoming change of the the pressurized exam that you were coming up to. Uh, what were my thoughts on the actual exams like you're saying or? just at the time like maybe uh, maybe you didn't care that much uh, about the, the exams there definitely was an element of excitement because it was like we don't have to do school anymore mm. there was an element of that like uh, what no more about? 10 histories a week yeah yeah. there's like there was an element of obviously we were approaching 18 at that, age, mm. at that time as well like so we're like oh great do we get to we get to women and drink and freedom there was definitely an element of excitement without mm. a doubt I thought you were going to say like more father jack phrases uh, <laughs> um, yeah so yeah Excitement, I, like for me personally, yeah, I'm gonna keep repeating the word excitement. But I, for me personally, I was like, I hadn't got much interest in school. I wanted out, um. So as I drew closer, yeah, I was just getting really happy in that sense. What were your thoughts? What were your... uh, I suppose for me anyway, I I had an idea of what I wanted my next step to be. Mm. I had no idea what I wanted, and fuck it, who still knows where I'll be in five years? Mm. You know that sort of way. Mm. But at the time. I knew I, I loved English I loved history I'm gonna just go and study these subjects and we'll see where that takes me from there but like even I remember do you remember uh, career guidance um, in secondary I, well I prefer not to be yeah yeah um, <laughs> we so like I think in, a, in my whole six years I was exposed to maybe one session of career guidance mm. and it wasn't even by myself it was me and another lad for like maybe 30 minutes inside in the room, 20 minutes inside in the room with uh, the career guidance counsellor. Sharing your time with her. Like. Sharing 20 minutes <laughs> with another lad who who now is doing uh, completely different things to me. Yeah, yeah. And sharing that time when you're trying to really consider what you want to do with your life and you got 20 minutes of shared time. And all I remember from that session was <clears throat> at the start of it, she was saying basically... I think up to now we had gotten similar results, so that's why we just lumped you in together. Because like you get similar results in a in a test that you tick boxes, you're basically the same person. You're you're basically the same person with the same wants, needs, experiences, values at that age. Let's just lump them together. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, why not? Mm-hmm. And what happened was, I think maybe she asked maybe an open question at the start. She was like, "Um, you've similar interests. Is there anything that you do want to do? Because like based on your tests." There's a, a there's a broad Passion. amount of op- options though. There's a broad amount of options available to it. So is there anything <laughs> between you that you want to think about doing? And the other guy, the other guy said, "Well, I was uh, I was thinking about becoming a becoming a barrister." And she was like, "Oh, really?" And uh, he was like, "What would I what would I need to do to to maybe go down that road?" And she was like, "Oh, well, you'd have to." You'd have to go in and study law first, but um, then you'd have to do some time at the the King's Inn in Dublin. And he he was like, oh, the King's Inn. Yeah, I've heard of that. And he just stopped for like two seconds and he just went, is that hereditary? <laughs> and that was literally my reaction. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I just made eye contact with her and put my head down and she just went, yes, 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 it is. What? Yeah. She did not. She did, just uh, and like at that stage, I just uh, like that I checked out. This is the woman that barely knew us. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah. She didn't even know us. Like, um, I just checked out because I was just like I just couldn't stop laughing. Like, do you know, she didn't want to draw attention to the fact that he'd used the wrong word. We we both knew what what he meant. <laughs> but that was my experience of career guidance at the time. Yeah, yeah. Is it hereditary? That's all I remember. Um, but thankfully, I. I had an idea of what I wanted to study. 
I, like I just I followed what I was interested in at that age. Yeah. I think that's that's it's good it's good advice if if you you have a natural inclination to something, regardless of what it might lead, lead to down to. the line, like f- nearly follow your instincts about certain things. Mm. Like if you if you have an interest a passion in certain things maybe explore that and don't just um don't just choose things based on points don't just choose things based on that's group right. think like oh everybody's going to be an accountant social norm that's the right way to social exactly drug. yeah it's, it's silly and also like, yeah you, you you did what you did english and history in college wasn't it yeah what, yeah what was the actual name of the course mm. was it just was it was simply english and history English and history. Yeah, very good, right. And uh, No nonsense. So yeah, you might have some people go, oh, what's, what's what's that like? You might get Ivan Yates there now, for instance. He was like, Ivan Yates there from Newstock. He, he, he was picking out someone saying they've done like an arts. Oh, really? They did like an arts degree. And he's like, what are you doing that for? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, what's it going to lead to? But a uh, really I, good point is like... I disagree with that though. Yeah, absolutely, like, absolutely. I, I think, like regardless of what it's, what it's helped me to do down the line, like an arts degree, first of all, it exposes you as much information and learning and different ways of thinking as you want at the time it's really your appetite for how much you want to delve into exploring ideas and concepts and and how to how to nearly formulate arguments and opinions and um what it definitely helped me do is uh critical writing there you go that was a huge thing and i i only i only appreciated that course fully later down down the line because I knew I knew it helped me understand things comprehend things and and look at things from from a certain context and try it try to be objective when looking at anything I'm going to be initially subjective mm. so mm. I, I I saw a huge benefit in it mm. but at the time I just picked it because I was interested in it mm. that's all and like probably like doing 10 history classes a week was one thing you know i was i was always interested in that but having a teacher all the way through that that uh school that kind of believed in me and nurtured um nurtured my interest in english was huge for me and i'd be eternally mm. grateful to her we have to meet her yeah, yeah. we do yeah we, we really, absolutely really do. do we should make it happen soon man I'm abs- I'm absolutely yeah, up for that. No, we will, will we try by the end of the year? Yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. Oh, it's a pity. Yeah, but like, as in yeah, by the end of the year, mm. yeah, as in because she's just not fin- the school year. Yeah, she's just finishing the school year. But yeah, mm. come September, October, she probably should try and make that a goal there. Cool. She'd only love to see us. Um, again, I talked to her somewhat recently. She'd love to see you. Uh, How did you run into her? What were you at? I was at uh, Narcos. <laughs> uh, the two cops from Narcos were doing a show in Limerick. <sighs> Uh, there's no age just interested in drugs I again I sitting right next to her <clears throat> no way sorry, sorry her husband was sitting between us yeah yeah her husband, her husband was sitting between us yeah so it was kind of you know, a bit awkward she was, we were talking to each other through him uh, oh, you know, leaning through him it's like, hilarious like your passion in that subject because um, uh, out of your uh, collection of books what book have you read multiple times oh um, oh god it's just, it's just gone out of my head uh, The Goodfellas no sorry what was what was the Oh, sorry, Mr. Nice. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I haven't read in a while, so I just couldn't think of it there. Like, I must have read it about four times. <laughs> I've read very few books in my life, but yeah. I've actually, literally a handful of books have only finished. I've started a lot of books. I remember I, you were you were telling me, you were, you were chatting on the phone one day, and you are like, Kevin, I'm looking at my like my collection of books now, my, my book collection. <laughs> and you are just like, the only one that I've finished multiple times is Mr. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> 90% of the other ones I did not finish. Yeah, yeah. A lot of books I got like, 
80% of the way in. Power of Habit book I'm reading at the moment, I've stopped there about uh, 10 days ago, and I have about 40 pages left. I just finished the book, fucking book. Like, um, just you didn't form the habit yet. Like. <laughs> that's, there you go, Kip, there you go. So we spent six years in school, and we came out with an education of sorts, but what do you wish you had learned in those six years? Like, like looking at it from the perspective of you're 12 years out, what would you have liked to have learned in those formative years that you didn't? Yeah, so like, yes, yeah, so we left school jam-packed with a load of information that we can now just Google, but um, so that, that was no sense, but not really. There was obviously yeah, there was some key things we learned as well that was beneficial and so on. But... I know it might seem a bit obvious, like, I suppose, but, yeah, but my thoughts and that, I was kind of thinking about that there somewhat recently. I have been thinking about it over the last <coughs> whatever time, but uh, it wouldn't have been just simply nice if you just thought of some genuine just life lessons, but what's going to come at us in life? They were teachers. They've lived a lot of their lives. They could have had life experience. Just what's going to happen in our 20s, maybe? What, what they could have <coughs> maybe educated us and allowed us to develop some tools with dealing with, with stress, with with, yeah, yeah. with with obstacles that are inevitably going to come at us in life. Well, even like the, the education system, it gears you to pass one series of tests mm. and then it just kicks you out again into mm. the into the big bad world. Mm. With no knowledge of it. Like, um. Um, that's, I, that, that period of your life is a vital time to learn them tools because, yeah, you, just, you need them, like, I think one thing that would would have been massive is, uh, and it's it's what you were saying. It's like, like we we learnt all this information, but um, if if they had actually taken the time to to teach us how to think mm. correctly mm. and how to our emotions deal with our emotions, kind of thing, like kind of yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like like something as simple as. You experience a thought, that thought leads to a feeling, that feeling dictates your action and your actions inevitably dictate your results. Because uh, like one thing I remember all the time was I would have been very much in my own head, just like racing thoughts, racing thoughts. And if somebody had just sat down and explained that that's completely natural, but it's how you deal with those thoughts Mm. and it's how seriously you take certain thoughts. Because like we all have these stories about how life is and how it's going to be, and you you've gotten to a certain point in your life because of all these things, and you have these like really embedded beliefs. If somebody just sat down and talked to us about how it's not just that, it's it's how you choose to to look at yourself. Like like one huge thing that I wish we were told. Um. And I don't know how much we would have really taken it to heart at the time. It's a good point, good point, but yeah. Would have been something like, you are not your past experiences. You are not you, your failures. You, like, you are you today. Like, you are not defined by shit that, like, all, man, all the stuff that we talked about so far tonight. You, you are not defined by your failures. Mm-hmm. You are you now. Mm-hmm. And you can change and you can grow mm-hmm. and you can move on. Give us that belief. Yeah. That we definitely lack. Yeah. Like, you're into coaching now at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and so on. Like, 
some of them exercises they're doing are great, you know, for, yeah, for, for yeah. running about who you are and where you want to go and so on, but more of that should have yeah. been done at that age. That bit of kind of like coaching style and building self awareness. Yeah. Just there was none of that. Like self awareness is so critical. Like what what did we have? Was there anything like we had what was mm. S P H E? What was that about again? It's like civic, social, political education. Oh, right, right. Did we do something anything related to, to, to kind of No, we not didn't, necessarily. We didn't like, did we like? I I can't even remember um what age I was when I first heard the word like mindfulness. Oh god, that's that's yeah, months ago. No, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, do you know? Yeah. But it's much more recent. It is. And uh, it's still one of those words when I hear it, I'm like Ugh, it's such yeah, a yeah. I don't like the word yeah. but what it is is huge mm. just mm. being aware of what's happening in the present moment mm. and not not just being nearly a slave to your thoughts mm. it's mm. so so critical and at that age as well <clears throat> and with like all that stress and pressure of mm. the leave insert yeah. and like if somebody just put it in context again and say listen lads in 12 years the leave insert will be long gone yeah. you're not defined by what you get in these exams yeah. that's not a full a full picture of of who you are mm. it's kind of like um like i heard a great quote about the the leave insert in terms of like what it is and like in terms of a metric of what you are it's like it's it's a limited facet of intelligence at a particular moment in time and it's like um if you judge a fish on its ability to climb a tree that fish will forever think it's a fool. Mm. It's great. Yeah, it's really good, Kev. Yeah, <clears throat> very, um, very true there now. Um, but like going back to what you said there as well, the importance of emotional intelligence. Like I think that was something that was completely um, just neglected. Like, like, and, and I think to the detriment of, um, of certain people as well in the, si- in the situation. So you would have had certain lads who would have been highly intelligent in the context of the leaving cert. Yeah. And then they had nearly, through no fault of their own, nearly a self-importance going into the next phase of life thinking, I got 570 points. That's what I am as a human being. And not putting any focus on the softer skills of being able to to meet somebody as they are and to empathize and to sympathize and to relate to somebody. Like that's one thing that I think you've always had. And it's it's why you, like you, me sorry, yeah, yeah. Talking, 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 yeah, right, right, right. Like you can jump to different groups, mm. and you'd always fit into that group quite easily mm. because you can relate to different people. Mm. Like that's such a, a powerful skill, mm. but it's not something you never had a module mm. on it. Mm. Mm. We yeah. stu- we studied we studied the past ten times a week, yeah. Yeah. and we never looked at what was coming up in our future. Yeah, yeah. or even the present kind of yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good point you said like yeah a lot of them really clever lads if I think of them now like yeah majority of them lacked a lot of social skills and didn't they like, yeah. a lot of them like they weren't yeah Jesus. but again it's because They're giving they were time. they were in a system yeah. and they they played that system like a game yeah. I'm going to get these points this yeah. is what I have to concentrate on nothing nothing else is being emphasised in terms of there are other things that are that are paramount to your your development as a as a holistic human being yeah. and like i i don't look at them and go oh those fools i think i think they were let down by a system yeah. that that boosted their ego to an old healthy level yeah. that made them in later life possibly be able to relate to people a little bit less yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, it's so true. Yeah, does that make sense? It does. Like, I was at the opposite scale where I was <clears throat> no interest in school, but yeah, I was always out with people. Mm. As you said, like out at home, out with different groups, out at home, just interacting with people. Yeah, very like, varying groups as well. Yeah, very varying groups and so on. Yeah, yeah it's a really good. Jesus. Like you, you could you could meet somebody and relate to them about them. Mm. You weren't somebody who was like somebody would bring up hurling. And you're like, I have no interest in hurling. I'm going to switch off. Yeah. I have no interest in movies. I'm going to switch off. Yeah, yeah. You you you'd listen to people and people would be happy to to talk to you about whatever because you were you were actually listening you weren't just waiting for an opportunity to talk yeah that's, that's, that's a vital tool in life yeah mm. good point Kevin. yeah yeah um another thing that i like I, i've taught because at the time as well like you're so influenced by your peers and you kind of look at adults as like what do they know about what i'm doing i i think i was just thinking it there i think it would have been fascinating if like in fifth and sixth year people from like maybe 10 years down the line who were in Clements, they just, they picked like a sample study. Five lads come in and they talk to you about what the next decade of their life was like and what learnings do they have because they were in your shoes not too long ago and even be able to say, lads, that time flies. Mm. That time fucking flies. Mm. It would been great to have that. It's, what, it's what you make of it. We had one lad come in to us. He was uh, from <clears> your area, actually, from Dora Doyle down that way. I really? He was in the American Army. In the, he was in, where was he? He was in, the, whatever. Air. No, he wasn't in air. He wasn't in air corps, was he? He was in some part of the army anyway. Okay. Um, the American Army. And he came over in the suit and came into us in our history class. If I remember, right, in Mr. Crow's class. Sorry, in, yeah. And yeah, he came into us. But it, that was more geared towards yeah. This is what I did. This is what you should do, kind of thing. Not you should. You should do. This is what I did. Uh, there was a, there was a, yeah a small element of us, but I like what you said there. If you brought in five very yeah, it, it wasn't that he was trying to relate to us as yeah. we were. He was just telling us his experience. Exactly. It was, it was kind. Of, it was kind of more of a, a look at me. Yeah, and we were all look, look at what I could become. Yeah, we were amazed by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, exactly what you said. Yeah, so you get five. But I think a sample, lads. a sample. Yeah. And they all come in, and they all yeah. have different experiences. But it would give you a little bit of perspective in terms of man, they were here, and look at what this guy's gone. Look at what this guy's gone. Mm. Oh my God, mm. they're like. It's really life is what you make of it. Like paint a good, paint a clear picture for you. Like or paint a better picture for you. Anyway, yeah, what's coming at you? Yeah, yeah, very true, Kev. It really would. Like um, again, yeah, we could go on and say this and that, but uh, you know, they could have done this, they could have done that. Um, I think it's like what was it, twelve years ago? I hope schools have somewhat matured and and developed a little bit since then. Like I think they have maybe they're a bit more. In what respect? I think they're a bit more geared towards the stuff that we're talking about there. I oh, I'd say they are. I'd like it's, it's, are. I, I have, I have no mm. idea mm. what schools are doing at the moment. Mm. Like I'm only speaking on our experience. If you remember right, Kev, as well, uh, we were mm. one of the last years in the country, pretty much like we didn't get sex education in primary. We did not in primary school. We did not get sex mm. education. Am I correct in saying that? I'd say so. My brother's year, two years below us, they got sex, sex education in primary school. Like, now we got bits of it in secondary school. We did. So we did get a bit of sex education. But I'm saying, like, it was it's standard now in primary school in sixth class. You get sex education, really? where they'll do where the parents might come in with them, and it's parents, teachers, students, and at, at the age of twelve and learn about sex education. <clears throat> we didn't have that. We got we skipped that. It was actually a year or two after us. It, it rolled out across all schools. We did actually, yeah. Yeah, and we got a bit of it in Clemens, but. Studied six subjects and no sex ed. 
Um, if I remember right, the one that was teaching us about sex education in 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 secondary school, she had she was giving out her opinions and things. <laughs> um, as in, like she was like, Do you know, yeah. Listen, I, I'm not too. I don't really mind. Yeah, I, I I understand some gay people. That's okay. Like you know, but I remember saying like, but bisexual people, not a chance. No, that's just wrong. Really? Yeah, it's just bisexual. That's just wrong. Oh, bisexual Jimmy down in the corner. Like, oh my god. You know, I remember her saying that 100. She was bisexual. I don't agree with that. That that's no that's exaggeration. Crazy. She goes, I don't agree with that bisexualness. She goes, I don't agree with it. Uh, mixing the sexes. No, that's just not right. Wow. Yeah, I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. Such a different time as well. Like, mm. as in, that, like, I can't even remember that, but it definitely happened. Like, mm, mm. like imagine saying that in this day and age. Mm. You just couldn't. Do you know like, what? rightly so. Like, what the fuck? Like, why are you voicing your opinions mm. about other people's sexual mm. behavior? Like, Do you know, as well, at school as well, I think something as simple as uh, what's a huge, great thing to have right now, Kev? I think something I learned in. Uh, Motorbikes. <laughs> something I learned in college when the first days were in college. What do employers look for? What are the three key things? And they said, like, what do employers look for? And it's simply a good communicator, I suppose, being able to interact with yeah. people and communicate. Second thing was being able to write and spell. Simple as that. Being yeah. able to write and spell. I think the third one was, like, showing that you're able to leave home and see a bit of the world and be mature enough to go away and live away and be able to come back and so on. <coughs> but, uh, but just writing, spelling and grammar. That's something that... Um, that obviously we did it a lot. I would have said like like let's say I've been in the proper working world for maybe five years now. I call it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the three things that come to mind for me, the the three fundamentals for me, are effective communication, mm-hmm. being able to form relationships. Mm-hmm. So effectively communicating, being able to form relationships, and. What we were saying earlier, just good emotional intelligence. Mm. So that would make a good employee. Mm. If you're an employer high and you've seen them three attributes in a person, mm. like oh, that's that's. Well, yeah, it's kind of like like for me, something like uh, like a piece of paper doesn't tell me who you are. Yeah. It's just a piece of paper that you got because you stuck out the course. Yeah. Like it's everybody coming out of college has the same piece of paper. Yeah. It's what sets you apart is can you communicate effectively? Can you form relationships? And are you emotionally intelligent? Because yeah. that like you're gonna have to work with others and yeah. like like that's. That literally top of my list was um, when I was thinking like what would I have like what would have been so beneficial effective communication in all shapes mm. like true relationships but true. we ne- but we ne- no no we never did like um, pre- like stand up presentations and stuff yeah. we didn't do a lot of those no. and even in college ah, any, I remember yeah. always being scared of them but like how can you go through an education system that's gearing you to work it's gearing you to like the whole education system it's not trying to gear you to be entrepreneurial it's 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 making you be a worker bee really and you come out of it and you can't fucking communicate effectively really solid point man that's so true like couldn't get over it like yeah wow wow yeah and like it's it's one of those things that really sets you apart at the start of at least your your working life but your social life as well like people who can communicate and express ideas, thoughts, feelings, people gravitate towards that. Mm. That's it. I think yeah, being able to express your feelings without without yeah, just in the right way, I suppose. You know, like yeah, some people yeah. will act out wrong, or they'll they'll crack up, or they'll they'll they'll. And they'll that's that's nearly going back to, to emotional intelligence. Yeah. It's like you might experience um, anger. Mm. but you don't know what that feeling is and you don't relate to it. You don't understand mm. yourself fully so that you, you start crying mm. and you're like, well, why am I crying? You're mm. crying because you haven't dealt with the, the initial feeling of anger. Mm. Mm. You've just, you've let it nearly engulf you. Yeah. So, and also like, 
I think it's important as well, like to to learn all of that in the years at that age. Like, like a lot of kids are coming from families where I'm not even blaming the parents. Like the parents don't know them things, especially uh, say our generation, our parents, our parents' mm. generation. They didn't learn any of that stuff. No. So it's going to be hard for them to teach it and pass it down to us, and so you on. Can't like, teach what you don't know. Exactly. So like, and like even to this day, like there's kids out there like and their parents haven't gotten that intelligence they don't know enough about that so yeah it'd be nice to have that in school it'd be nice to be learning them things it'd be, yeah there's a lot to take from that there definitely like. so after six years in secondary like we, we've just spent over two hours kind of reminiscing what are your what are the feelings that come to mind when you think of our time in secondary school um, wild fun times um wild fun times and just there was a kind of an element of newness there, there, there was opportunity there was a lot of opportunity there was excitement and opportunity at that age going through them years there was just wow look what's coming at us we're coming to 18 we're, mm. we're, we're girls and we're just life we're going to have jobs and money and it was just excitement nearly like uh, an enthusiasm for life yeah yeah genuinely yeah, do yeah. you still have that uh, no, I'm miserable now. No, just, no, no, no. no, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, absolutely, 100% do. Like, you've kept that. Yeah. That kind of nearly youthful enthusiasm. Yeah. I can see it in you. Yeah, and no, yeah. I do too, fucking yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day is a fucking gift, like. Mm, oh, completely. Absolutely, Kev, 100%. Yeah. Um, Nigel, we've we've done well over two hours. Um, wow. Yeah, man, time flies. Half 12 in the morning. I'm... Uh, I'm getting up early tomorrow to do a bit of a hike, so... Is it half 12? It's half 12, buddy. We sign out. Yeah, man. Any final thoughts? Um, just let's let's get more of this done, Kev. This is pretty good. Enjoyed this. And yeah. yeah, man, it's let's twelve some. twelve years has flown, but uh, thank fucking God we're enjoying life right now. Yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. We'll things, leave it there. Things will be that worse. Peace. Peace. Peace.